Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? Well, it means the boys have to work a full week. That's what that means. <laughs> so you guys do. I'm just, off Friday, baby. Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah got a little vacation, yeah, got a little vacay out. coming up. That's what's up. Heading out to Flagstaff. Wow, you're not supposed to give away my location, Fred. Headed out to El Paso. I've got some very <laughs> passionate friends. <laughs> friends you don't want to know that are coming. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> They'll they be, listen to the show. They'll be waiting for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my favorite text when I go home, and people are like, oh, I didn't even know you were here. Uh, yeah. 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 And it's you, by you design. Get, you get those the day that you're leaving? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you start putting stuff on social media, and you're like, no, nah, i got to catch a plane. Uh, oh, man. That's my bad. Just barely missed you. I am Fred Slow, alongside me, two of the biggest sports influencers in the city, <laughs> Van Nunley and Robert Gibson. Welcome to the show, boys. Hey, buddy, buddy. Hey, it's good to be back. It's not so bad here. It's not so bad. I still got woke up with a Nelly hangover, man. That's not a real I thing. I just had way too much fun last night. Well, you had a little bit of... Wow. Uh, to, uh. Well, I woke up with a real one. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? It, the, was, uh, it was not Nelly, but it was a real one. The, uh, the Nelly concert slapped last night. We're going to talk about that at length. Obviously, Tiger Woods is in the news. We're live from the YMCA. Central New Mexico, the intersection of Indian School and San Mateo. And your okay, boys. again, that's not what intersection hey. means. What is it? It's what? in between Carlisle and San Mateo okay. on Indian School. We that's a that's a full on that's a man. Yeah, yeah. Linebackers look at him funny. It's a man child. Yeah. Delo Davis, big old touchdown reception there to tie the game at the very end, and then they had to go for two to convert. And are you are you boys familiar with the last minute deuce? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Like no. when I have too much coffee. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar. Okay. Very similar. What is this? Some new rule or something? So or? it's an arena football rule where if after you score at the end of the yeah. game, you can kick a full length field goal. Okay. Well, I guess you can do it anytime. Sure. And if you, I mean, if you if you do sit right there over, like between the goalposts, and you yeah. get you get a twoser, and the Gladiators went for it, and everyone in attendance at the Rio Rancho Event Center, which by the way, packed house on Saturday. Okay. Night. Oh my gosh, drew it out. Whiteout night. It was crazy. Yeah. Also, um, as I was leaving the Nelly concert last night, there was a flyer on my car for a Juneteenth party. Mm-hmm. It was a whiteout party. Okay. Whoa, hold up. Yep. Wow. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Is that the one I'm going to be hosting? Or? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I need to rethink this. Uh-huh. You are hosting. This is uh, it's something in disguise right there. No, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> That was a weird. That is a very weird advertisement and a very weird idea to have on yeah. Juneteenth. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's real great value ice creamish. Yes, that's what that is. Robert is hosting the Juneteenth Freedom Day event at Campus Park on the seventeenth. That is from five thirty to eight thirty, and uh, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, I know, Rob. You're going to be up there working the microphone and kind yep. of living that life. Uh, we are at Isotopes Park that night, so we will not be with you. The event is free to the public. It features food, activities, live music, a beer garden, uh, obviously vendors galore. I know a lot of those vendors um, 
people of color. Yes. So that'll be very it's exciting. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So go hang out with uh, if Rob if you're looking to celebrate. And Juneteenth, which, by the way, we haven't taken enough time to, like, I think successfully explain to the friend of the show. Because I know what it is. You know what it is. Yeah. But so many don't. And it makes sense that so many don't because it, it wasn't prominent. I was going to say because it really didn't gain historical traction until fairly recently. Yeah. Like, it was something that was – not even celebrated in universal black communities. Sure. It was just a southern black community thing. Yeah, I mean, um, I grew up thinking it was just a Texas holiday. Right. And, and that's, that's yeah. same. Me that's too. what I thought, Me too. too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, obviously, it, the, there's a, a lot of confusion. And even when you go to explain it, where you're like, hey, sl- slavery ended, but it didn't as it wasn't recognized. And, right. And be, I mean, there's no internet. You know, like, yeah. how, do, how do you know? Sure. Or, or you just have a black person come in on a horse and say, Slavery's over, and nobody's believing that, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Hey, yeah. y'all are 10 years late. And like, okay, let's put the shackles on them. Yeah, we got to figure that one out. So you will be out doing that, a world of public events and going-ons yep. and to-dos. The big NMAA golf scramble is next Monday. We'll be at that. We're going to enjoy that, supporting the organization in the state that helps student-athletes. Just a World of excitement, but we're able to do all this stuff and work real hard because we play real hard, and we did that last night at Nelly. Oh, my God. <sighs> I had so much fun. I just got transported to, like, when I was uh, 21 years old. Oh, what a time. Yeah. Yeah, it's too old. I was like the 18, 18 to 21 years. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of Nelly in my life. Yeah. The, who? All right, who had more hits in 2001, Nelly or Ichiro Suzuki? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. We, me and my lady were driving over, Robert, to the concert. And, you know, to drive to the Rio Rancho Event Center, what you have to do is you have to put two hours out of your block. Yes. Because yes. it takes a minute mm-hmm. to get out there. I, I made it in 25 minutes. Well, you come I from did pretty downtown, good. and you got that kind of you got that kind of access. Oh, yeah, you're coming from. I'm at Tramway yeah. in the Mountain. Uh, yeah. Okay. So do you go the back way, or do you take? Yeah, I do. You go the back way. Yeah, okay, so I gotcha. go all the way up Tramway. Yeah. And then I, I chance it on getting a, a speeding ticket over there at the <laughs> Sandia. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, it doesn't make sense. 45 miles per hour? For why? Yeah. Because there's nobody, no turnoffs here. Yeah. There's nobody's no Burger on King. It. Yeah. So what, do you, what am I going to stop on this road for? Just mm-hmm. let me drive through. And there's yeah. a shoulder, right? There's a shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be 50. And that shoulder you're talking about. <laughs> That shoulder runs all the way to Bernalillo. There's just like no houses. Yeah, no yeah. anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, ah. It's we go. protected land, Fred. So I'm going out there with my lady last night, and I got uh, Spotify's the best of Nelly or whatever. I oh, know, you're free gaming. Nelly. You're yeah. free gaming. We were real. listening to the same one. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Get so, ready. So I'm doing This Is Nelly, and you're doing This Is Nelly, apparently. And as I'm driving up, I'm like, babe. This concert won't be long enough. There's too many hits. Uh-huh. I'm like, how can he fit all of his hits into one concert? And every and there's like covers of country songs. I'm like, that's a hit. She's like, that. She's like, babe, that's not a hit. Yeah, <laughs> that never. See, you're a true fan. You think everything's a hit. Yeah, everything ever touched. Yeah, yeah. like we're walking in, people have the band aid on and stuff. Oh, what? And then like you'll hear people talking. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know about City Spud? Like, uh-huh. why are you even here? Disgusting. Yeah, why are we having this conversation? <laughs> like, how are you not maxed out on this? You you legit had to tell me the meaning behind the band aid. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I, I thought, I don't I thought it know. was just fashion. I did too. Yeah. What what's fashionable about that? Well, it's original. The early two thousands yeah. were it's a original. weird time, my yeah, friend. It's original. Okay. Yeah. It's original. It was pay a little uh, homage. It was paying a little homage to City Spud, one of the Saint Lunatics who 
was, uh, according to Nelly, wrongfully imprisoned. I never would have thought Fred Slow would be my hip-hop historian this, at any time well, in on, life. Only <laughs> Nelly, Nelly, though. Just, just one little Nelly. tight pocket uh-huh. of it. The, yeah. There was a part last night at the concert where the house music starts playing Selena, mm-hmm. and everyone goes crazy, and I have no clue who Selena is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, is what? Like I'm so, anyways, going to the concert a little bit, and they're doing like a mashup, and uh, a Chingy song comes on. Okay, also from St. Louis. Yeah. So I just lose it, and everyone's like, "Do you think you hear Selena?" <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, "No, he's doing Ching- this is Ching right there." Look. So Albuquerque loves Selena so much that the DJ started playing Selena, and the crowd went so crazy yeah. that people thought Nelly was coming yes. out. The crowd went nuts so they for a Selena song from they the were, DJ. They were and people they started thought, rushing down. Okay, so they thought Selena is opening for Nelly. No, they were just so just, excited, just excited to hear like Selena. He's the next thing that's going to happen because yes. it's such a high with Selena. <laughs> people just ran away from the bar because they thought Nelly was coming out. And no, 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 no. That's just excitement yeah. for Selena. The yeah. only, the closest thing Nelly has to Selena is Andale, Andale. Mm-hmm. That's where, where you got his game from. That's bad. <laughs> Robert, you got, a, you got a lot of events this week. We'll talk about that throughout yeah. the course of the program. We're going to enjoy that. Again, Forrest Stolting at 430. We're going to talk ice stubs a little bit. Uh, no giveaways this week, boys. Why not? Well, it's only three games. <laughs> what? <laughs> Spoiled much, man? You having a yeah, little, pretty much. Having a little thing right here? Last night, me and the lady were uh, talking about 4th of July. She's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, obviously, fireworks at Isos Park. What else? I mean, this is, sure. yeah. yeah, it's the most important thing in the entire city all time ever, obviously. So we're going to talk about what's coming up as far as the heart of the summer and baseball and the world that surrounds it. We've got a fun one at 630. Laura Montoya is going to join us. And if, and if you're a sports fan, you're like, well, who's Laura Montoya? She's about to be the state treasurer. So the big election, is, there's a big election tomorrow, mm-hmm. and that's going to decide a whole bunch of stuff for a whole bunch of reasons. And then you're going to have candidates. You're going to have some new office people. You're going to have the whole thing. And Laura Montoya is going to join us, state treasurer, and well, strong possibility of state treasurer. And we're going to talk to her uh, about a lot of things. I was, I was trying to bend her ear, Rob. We sat down the other day, and I was like, hey, uh, how do you fund things? Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you have the rest of your life to learn? <laughs> I, was like, wow. I was like, no, no, I don't. Yeah. But I have 13 minutes for you at 6.30 on the program, and we will come on and talk about activities and spending here in the state as it relates to the world of sports. Then she kept saying, quit asking me about fiscal responsibility at a Nelly concert. (laughs) We're at Nelly. Chill out. Some truth to that. Mike Vitale back at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by the Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days right here at this YMCA. We're at the Horn location today. Not the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School. Come hang out (laughs) with your boys. Friday night we're at Hollow Spirits. And I spent all of last night at Nelly with a Teller Vodka. You boys know what I mean. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. From the texter, 505-246-0610. Text the program. No live stream today, boys, when we're at the YMCA. You know, hey, full transparency inside baseball here. When we try to live stream on Wi-Fi like that, it just, it just, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's just a disaster. You're very right. That's why we have radio. Plus, I mean... I have mirrors in my house. I know how I look. Okay. You're welcome. You Not don't have to see my face. You can just hear my voice. It's way better. From the texter, quote, I'm a native Texan, and I didn't know about Juneteenth until the second season of Atlanta. Okay. That is so recent. 
Yeah, we, used to, we used to celebrate when I was a kid because where the soldiers landed on Juneteenth to inform slaves that they'd been free for quite some time mm-hmm. was Galveston. And that's ah. like five miles from where I grew up. Yeah. So it was a big time holiday there to the point where we got the day off of school. There's like that. giant city parties yeah. in the park and yeah, big, obviously the smell of barbecue everywhere. It was, yeah. a, it was a big deal. We had a similar thing in the state of Illinois where I grew up called Cashmere Pulaski Day. That and sounds fake as anything I've ever heard. Juneteenth's not even a word. So neither <laughs> is Cashmere Polanski. So Cashmere Pulaski. <laughs> Polanski. <laughs> the one you named is a writer. The one I named is he was a uh, Revolutionary War general, mm-hmm. esteemed astrophysicist, Cashmere yeah. Polanski. But he was, uh, yeah, so, yeah, the Polish dude who, uh, did, yeah, helped train soldiers, blah, 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 all this. Anyway, Chicago is, like, the most, like, Polish people in the world yeah. outside of Poland. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, he just he got his whole thing. Yeah, well, Milwaukee, too. That's a good one. Detroit, there's a lot of Polish people in Detroit. You yeah. just say Midwest. Just, the, there we no, go. it's really just those three. Yeah, like, that's it. <laughs> every, Ohio was like, we don't. We don't mess with. Like, you stay up the same desk or no? It's because the, the Polish are scared of roller coasters. A, oh, and there's best, roller coasters everywhere in Ohio. Coaster, that's their whole thing. Roller coaster right now is the PGA, which is – so what do you boys think PGA stands for, first of all? A professional, professional Golf, golf Association? Association? Yeah, PGA, right? yeah, but they – I would be wrong. PGA of America – Professional Golf of America. Correct. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, and they have them all over the world. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. So, right? So yeah. I'm, like, learning. Okay. Because I, mean, I was like you boys. I was like, oh, PGA, a yeah, professional golf station. That's the whole world. Nope. No. No, it is not. Okay. So. So it's PGAA this whole time? This is, well, I mean, I'm not going to put a double A on there. Just, okay. Why would a double A, single A? I mean, American Association? Association of America? They got chapters, dog. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh. So, uh, so there's a there's a new, not PGA-related Golf league, cool. Yeah. So this uh, LIV, are you guys familiar with this thing? I am a, the Saudi-backed league. See, I'm not. I've been seeing the the stories pop up. Phil Mickelson, and you'll be banned if you go to the LIV. And so I need for you to explain All this right. to me. Isn't so that just, isn't that the Super Bowl we just went to? Yeah, yeah I, I was yeah. just about to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe that's the why same. it was very confusing. I believe they're the same. Okay. <laughs> so the the LIV, which you said, is. Backed by Saudi blood money, and uh, and actually allegedly, I don't know. If not my money, words. Is there money, blood money, or is it oil money? But then they make blood decisions. I like that. Yes, and that's yes. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Where they're like, hey, we like this is a real thing. Like in, from parts of that world, like in America, say if you're like a, um, you know how we're like sports influencers, obviously. Yes. So like, say if you're Leading a hard into this, yes. and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he keeps he keeps pounding us with that. Uh huh. Yeah, how would you identify professionally? Like, what do you put on the tagline of your email? Because mine says sports influencer. I'm, I'm going to start using that now. Thank you. This is yeah, very good branding. So they have uh, the Middle East is is known for their live streaming of uh, like video games. Okay. Like a lot of like a lot of like Middle Easterners play the video games, and what they won't do is um, like through Twitch and all these services, a lot of them boycott during June. Because Twitch is like in support of like, 
like LGBT, LGBTQ oh, plus. Okay. So, and they're you. like, they're like, hey, we just literally religion wise, we can't yeah. get into this game. Like it screws not the game they're playing, but the Twitch support thing. And then they come back and it's a whole crazy world over there. Mm-hmm. You um, don't say. But with that said, here's the rumor. So the LIV, which will play in America, by the way. This is not just mm-hmm. only in Saudi Arabia. This That's is not correct. just all over the world. Uh-huh. So of their something like 15 events, might be 14, seven of them are in America. So okay. a whole bunch of them. They have been offering the best golfers all the money mm-hmm. to come and play in this thing. And they're giving out these huge purses. So let's say like first place in a golf tournament is $10 million. Second place is $5 million. Third place is, and you go down, right? So let's say you're a fourth place finish, you can win a million bucks. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a crazy thought. Because you're not going to end up with the best golfers in the world playing. So some of the guys who are like middle of the pack can go over there and get paid. Fourth mm-hmm. and get paid. Got you. Got you. Like, yeah. So it's super inviting. By the way, no television deal. By the way, like they'll end up doing a live stream thing. Don't think they won't. They're going to mm-hmm. be real smart. But they just apparently over the weekend started offering out big dollar amounts to big oh, names. I'm getting it now. I'm getting it. So Tiger Woods rejected a quote-unquote mind-blowing enormous offer to join the LIV Golf. The deal was the high nine digits. Look, that's so high I have to sit here and figure out what <laughs> nine digits are. <laughs> so wow. much money. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Lenny. Lenny, you got to keep it tight because when we're remote, we get an echo. What's going on, my dude? Well, I'll make it quick. Well, let's say LIV is for everyone who wants to sell out just like WWE. Nicholson's getting paid $200 million for this, and it's only eight tournaments. The first is in London this week, starting on Thursday. But Saudi Arabia doesn't care. If they spend $2 billion on this, $3, 4000000000 billion, it's, not, it's pocket change. Some guy bent over and go, hey, I found this in my mattress. <laughs> and no, and there's care. no path for return. All they're trying to do is do sports to get over their human rights and fractions. And for the comment that Mickelson said, that's why he's being ostracized by the PGA, who's going to now sanction and fine these guys, and they may not be able to come back and play for the PGA. Mm. Oh, that's going to be tough when they have to fall asleep on that giant pile of money. (laughs) Oh, I know. I understand that, but what you're saying is they're doing it. They're buying sports to cover up all the atrocities that they've done in Saudi Arabia. And you follow wrestling. So WWE, as an example, for their two right. events, get paid $70 million an event. I think that's on the low end. Whoa. Yeah, I think that's on the low end even. because and right. it's, all just, it's all just a big, I'm going to use the word launder, not for money, but for publicity. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. So what they do is. <laughs> but it's the same thing with this golf tournament. You're going to have three or four named golfers, and everyone else that wants to go there can make the lifetime money and goes there and overlook everything else that goes on over there. Generational dollars. Also, it's an opportunity to stick it in America's face. It's not yeah, just. But I understand. But do you think Tiger needed that money? No. Uh, most no. of the golfers that have any common sense and any dignity are not going to go there and play for the money. I think Mickelson, at the end of the day, with all of his gambling issues, this is going to help him get out Ooh, of debt. I like that, Lenny. Nice. Hey, and I'll buy this. He, Mickelson's not going to use his. Lenny, and we appreciate the call. we got to cut you loose. we get a little bit of a feedback thing. The the thing about Mickelson is he's not going to use his paycheck money to pay off those gambling no. debts. No. He he said, you pay off my gambling debts, and I'll take paycheck money. Right. Like, that is that is the move that makes the move, because that's where big money is at. You For- just have a couple pictures on your Facebook profile of you hanging out with Saudi billionaires. Ooh. Yeah. 
and no, no the, one's coming. The bookie ain't calling in no. that bet no. anymore. No, no, nope. no. Forrest Holting is supposed to be joining us at four thirty. <laughs> Allegedly, he, he is not on site yet. So we'll continue with the golf talk after the break or until he arrives. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM AM six ten. The sports animal. Back live at the Horn YMCA adjacent to the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School. Boys are hanging out all day. 4.30 is upon us, and Forrest Stolting is, uh, well, he's nowhere to be seen for the Albuquerque guys. So. How long has Forrest lived here? Six months? So he's got it down? He's already on Albuquerque time. Albuquerque I'm impressed. Time yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> it usually takes people way longer than that. Continuing with the golf top from uh, three of the best sports influencers in town. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> When you first said that, I was like, that is so ridiculous. What? Now I hear it, I was like, I love it. <laughs> Run with it. I'd lean all the way into mm-hmm. it. You don't, you don't feel like I'm a sports influencer? Well, well, well. Right look on. who's walking up. Late, right on time. Late to the party, but the party doesn't start until Forrest Stolting gets here. Of your Albuquerque Isotopes. Forrest, welcome to the show. How are you, brother? Oh, doing great. So I'm a minute or two late, but... Better late than never, I'd say. Right on time. Sure. That's how I feel. How's the world of minor league baseball right now? And how about that Albuquerque? I still was going to leave in town getting a bunch of W's. Oh, it was great. We played excellent this past week down in Sugarland. Almost had a, 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 a series win, but came up a little short on Sunday. But overall, the boys are playing great. Um, going to be a fun series this week against El Paso. Our first series against El Paso. We got a short little mini three-game homestand. Then we'll go to three down in El Paso to finish the six-game series. So, so tell me, Hollywood. Um, <laughs> why, <laughs> why, why did you just switch that one series? Yeah. It seems like every series all year yeah. is the six-game on, six-game off. But this one's a little three-game flippy boy. What's, what's well, that wasn't us. That was the scheduling done at MLB. Okay. Wow. Um, I think it's partly because of how coming out of the All-Star break, it's only three-game series because you have – Monday to Thursday off, so you have a three gamer there. So in order to make the schedule more balanced, they had to make one other ske- or one other series in the throughout the year be a three gamer and split it with a uh, the team you're playing, pretty much. But is so. it also because no team wants to spend six consecutive days in El Paso, <laughs> and this is the only way that That's they right. could appease the? Well, we will be doing that later in the season. So oh, whether, they, whether they like oh. it or not, we'll be going oh. back down to El Paso would, for yeah. a six gamer. And, and they gave. The isotopes, the weekend in El Paso this just, time. That's, like, that's not fair. It's the most bogus. It's not fair. Who do we complain to? This I would commute every day. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> With <laughs> these gas prices, he would rather commute every day. No, no, no. From Mexico. <laughs> 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 we are live at the YMCA. Day camp's letting out. Some of the best little ballers I've ever seen walking out of the building right now. Yeah, they are very, very. Very knowledgeable in their NBA. Kids galore out here at the Y. And obviously we're a third of the way through the Major League Baseball season for us. Is that that also a third through Minor League Baseball? Yeah, pretty much. We're just past game 50. uh, So we're in the the second third of the the season right now. Um, Played all right in the first first third. But I think with the squad we got coming back and some guys coming back from injuries, I think the team's looking real good for the second half or for the – Rest of the first half and then the second half as well. Um, uh, tomorrow night, the game, we have an ABQ Magazine giveaway night. So come down and get a free uh, 
ABQ magazine. There'll be some familiar faces in there from the Isotope. So they're doing a story on you. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh man, you, get the, you got the main spread in there. Oh man, <laughs> come on now, <laughs> Mr. June yeah. Forrest Dalton. Will the hair be down or will yeah. it be up? <laughs> Centerfold himself, Forrest Stolting, uh, joining us on the program. I believe it's Steve Stucker. Is it Steve Stucker? Yeah. Of ABQ, the magazine. That's right. Yeah, it's I think he's wearing an Isotope's jersey. Yeah. Good. Because it's a little bit of a rem- reminiscent time for him to talk about his what he wanted to do in a career, what he dreamed of, and he wanted to be a minor league baseball player. Apparently, really? Professional I didn't baseball know that. player. Wow. Yeah. Well, and, and that explains why he doesn't actually have a meteorology degree. Wow. That hurt. Come on, man. Come on. That, do you that, know that to be true? That's 100% you, true. No way. Just, yeah. Are you I feel just like slandering that, that our boy? Like, that felt like a dig to me. How was that like, a dig? Yeah, it did. Well, they don't see your face. I just saw your face when you said it. Steve Stucker, the, the most trusted voice of weather and reason yes, here in the is. state, sans meteorologist. Yeah. Yeah, he's just – Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know well, he. I didn't know he. He wanted to be a baseball player. That was something I had no idea about. Well, don't we all kind of want to be? Yeah, that's true. I At mean, one point, yeah. yeah well, I know I did. Once I saw those contracts, I was like, that, "Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> well, wrong." How, how did he lie about the weather before the internet? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the logistics here. Man. If, he if he doesn't have his meteorology degree and he can't just like pull up the weather app, and be like, "Yeah, today it's uh." <laughs> windy he's just staring this is me staring at my phone yeah because you're not watching me obviously you're listening to me do this he just does uh, that that move where you just gesture widely yeah, yeah. he's he's today like today will, will be, be warm just, go, <laughs> just goes outside and sticks his arm out the door and was like yeah it's gonna be all right yeah yeah it's right. fine right now <laughs> <laughs> right now <laughs> forrest i'm looking here uh yep. Tuesday, you just talked about the Albuquerque and the magazine. I don't see anything for Wednesday and Thursday. What's going on? Yeah, just two normal nights, you know. Uh, no, the normal we, nights we are a... the giveaway nights. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> this I is wish. the abnormal nights. Yeah, we, yeah. we got a, a whole lot going on the next. So I'm staying. One thing I want to touch on for the next week, just before, even before we get there. Mm-hmm. So on the 15th, we have grassroots baseball coming through. Okay. Well, as a company founded by Jeff Idelson, mm-hmm. former president of the Baseball Hall of Fame, okay. a photographer, Gene Firth, coming by, who took pictures all across Route 66. We need some headshots. This is so, good. Yeah. Perfect so it'll timing. be from they're, – they're, they're traveling all across the country from Chicago, Illinois, all the way to Los Angeles. It's not all the oh, way across. 66 but, trip. Yeah. Route 66, yeah. Route 66 started in Chicago. Mm. Well, yes, I know did. that, but that's not the whole country. Well, that's across Route 66. Close what I said. enough. Yeah, that, Come that. on. I'll get my kicks. So, <laughs> the end on that, that uh, on June 15th, Greg Maddox will be there as well. Whoa. So exciting. If, Whoa. In, in this photography book that Gene Frith made, uh, it includes Albuquerque and New Mexico as a state. And so, Alex Bregman wrote the section about Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, how cool. Um, and so we are offering fans a chance to buy the book, and it will be a pre-signed copy of the book from Jeff Idelson, Gene, and Greg Maddox, and you'll get an opportunity to take a picture with those three on June 15th at the Isotopes game. So it's a very, very limited time offer. Um, really cool experience if you're a big Greg Maddox fan or even just a fan of baseball sure. across uh, Route 66 then uh, I think it would be a, a nice treat for you. You can go visit our website and uh, go to the team shop, and it will be right there for you to sign up and purchase. That's going to be pretty good. It will be pre, pre-signed books. Get the chance to 
shake hands with Greg Maddox and wow. take a picture with him. And Jeff Eilson, who knows, he's a baseball legend himself, right, boys. president of the Hall of Fame. So visit abqtopes.com to see if you want to purchase the book. The book, the book is just fantastic. The pictures that Gene took are amazing, and not not just of Albuquerque, but across Route 66. Well. As a baseball fan, I'm 100% going to get one. I'm going to see one. There will be one on my coffee table next time you guys come over. That none of us will ever. <laughs> well, you have a be, coffee you table? Be, you got to be invited. <laughs> oh, I was just right. trying to remember, does he have a coffee table? <laughs> you get a chance. You boys get a chance to, uh, to shake Greg Maddox's hand and take a photo. You get, like, you've done these, like, meet and greet things. What is, like, your one-liner to Greg Maddox? Oh. You know what I mean? Because you, you got to have one. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you, you can't just be like, you're the greatest. See, like, that's, that would be me. That is because you don't come prepared. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, hey, you're the best. <laughs> 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 that's it. What do you dot those outside corners? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really on brand for him just to sign the edge of the book. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just paint nice. the yeah. Yeah. So smart. <laughs> that is what you, that's a very good one where mm-hmm. you're like, hey, uh, yeah, just I'd, sign it on the black. Oh, so yeah. smart. I like uh, that. Today before the program, we received from Forrest. You guys don't check your email as much as me. We received the official (laughs) welcome letter to the Albuquerque Isotope Celebrity Softball Game on Saturday, June the 18th. Media softball game. I'm going to keep going with sports influencer softball (laughs) There we go. Yeah. (laughs) So as I'm looking through it here, it's like, okay, when it is, cool. It's Saturday, June 18th. That'll be great. When is it? Yeah, we're going to start about 5 o'clock, Albuquerque time. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be a little bit later. We're going to, you know, play right up until the time the boys got to get out there. And it's, you know, park here, enter here. You get some free tickets for your family. I'm like, this is all really great. Nowhere out here does it say where I put my walk-up music. So do you want to have a conversation for us about, I mean, is this is this the full-on all-out? Like, am I, getting, am I getting the experience? You'll get the experience. Walk-up song may not be included, but, but we'll get we'll, we'll, we'll have intros <laughs> for everybody. So, but don't you worry. Walk-up songs, that's a little too much. If you are, if, ah. if for the three of us, you only play the intro to this song three different times, like the intro to this show, like I don't feel like I'm going to love that. I feel like we all need because we'll, Nelly was we'll, just we'll, here. We'll, 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 we'll make we'll make sure everybody has a nice little spice to their okay. Their there walk-up we go. Songs. Do we need to bring a boombox? No, that'll be included. Mm-hmm. That, that, that'd be. Brought to you by the Isotopes, for sure. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, walk-up music is just going to take away from the beautiful voice of Dylan Storm calling our name. Is he doing it from the field? Is that the plan? If someone will be doing it from the field. Yeah. It's TBD who will be doing it right now because it could oh. be a secret, may not be, so you never know. You, come out, you come out and see. I'll pitch and do public address. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to overextend you, Fred. So, <laughs> <laughs> Like Jock, like Ann one. Style. Oh, yeah. You guys ever see that? Oh, yes. yes. That's what we need. Yes. Maybe. In the field of play, talking yeah, all the noise. Yeah, just running yes. over Robert, like yes. verbally and emotionally. <laughs> I we just need it. the Under Armour version of these Audio Technica headphones. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. There we go. Now you're talking. Mic'd up. That's where it's the at. The whole time. Yes. Oh, God, this is a very good idea. Are you writing all these notes down? <laughs> you could. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> Find these notes and much more on the podcast. <laughs> Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and otherwise. Forrest, did we miss anything? I don't believe so. Just the grassroots baseball on June 15th, man. I'm telling you, that's going to be that's the a one. very yeah. unique thing to do. So be sure to get your books early because they're going to go quick. I know. We will so be we there. just put them out for sale on Saturday. So oh, we're okay. already moving through them quickly. So if you want yours, be sure to act fast. 
figure that out. Friend of the show. We'll be live from Isotopes Park on Wednesday. Wednesday, that's correct. Yeah. So we'll be live on Wednesday. Uh, obviously, because El Paso is there, I will be very angry. I will be <laughs> I'll be difficult to work with that you day. You and El Paso, you got to work some of that out. I don't understand this. I think that's so deep-rooted, he cannot work that no, out. No, I'll never get past yeah. it. Um, and what we got a, we got the texter the other day. It was like, you know, El Paso is the lowest crime rate in the entire state. And and Van, like, uh, he pointed out that that is the kind of thing that El Paso would throw in your face because that's so much better that they think you, they are than you. And <laughs> well, they just take all their crime and throw it over the fence into Mexico. Oh, yeah. That's how, <laughs> that's how they got such good numbers, I guess. Is El Paso listening right now? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Forrest Holding, thank you so very much. Thank you all. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Big thank you to Forrest Stolting who joined us. You can see the update on the isotopes. You, know, you can't have anything nice is my thing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we want six home games. That's what we want. Against yeah. the, the hated, ugly, terrible. Smells funny, too. Scum between my toes. Yeah. El Paso whatever. They got to win all six. <laughs> it has to happen. It it has to happen. What are they? Ch- ch- chinwallas? What are they? Chinchillas? Chinchillas? Yeah, the El Paso chinchillas, I think. And that's what? like an aggressive dog. They're they're the chihuahuas. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. I was gonna say. Chinchillas are soft haired. The state of Mexico right across the border is Chihuahua. It's a dog and a state and ah, a city. Okay. So when you said state of Mexico, I thought I, you were going to tell me about condition. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I was like, so what's the Chihuahua condition like? <laughs> <laughs> I'm into that. I'm super into that. Look, it, a lot of people want to build a bigger wall along the United States-Mexico border, except for El Paso, because so many people want to leave El Paso. To go they, to Mexico. To go to Mexico. such an upgrade. Yeah. Mexican, whoever Mexican Trump is, <laughs> we gotta build a wall. Too many El Pasans are getting into our country. All right, the most famous El Pasian. Okay, uh, is it? Oh, I think I got it. Is it Lee Trevino? Oh, that's a good one. Is it's it Lee Trevino? It, that's not coming up on my list. Really? Is it, or is, is it, I'm thinking the wrong person? Marty it, Robbins. It's Eddie Guerrero. No, it's not. You don't think Is it? that the first wrestler you saw on the list? Is yeah. that why? Well, yeah. the, fir- yeah. the first he was one- digging. You see how he falls? <laughs> the first wrestler I saw was Vicky Guerrero, the wife of Eddie Guerrero. Ah, it's a package deal. The uh, Chavo Guerrero. Gene Rottenberry. Gene Rottenberry is from El Paso. He made Star Trek. I would say he's probably. That's kind of a big deal. That's, got, that's probably it, right? Wow. Debbie Reynolds is a big deal. Man, I got now I'm trying to figure out where Lee Trevino's from. Bitto O'Rourke is from El Paso? Is there an El Paso, Texas? I'm sorry, what? You keep thinking El Paso is in New Mexico, Fred. It is very much not. Las Cruces is in New Mexico. El Paso is in Texas. God, I care so little about your city. I don't even know what state it's in. hate El Paso. Hey, Hunter S. Thompson's lawyer. Thomas Hayden Church is from El Paso. He's pretty famous. That's a big one. That's a big one. I'm glad he got out. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's not a city I mess with. <laughs> if we were, I'm I'm trying to be that guy right now because we could at the end of the week we could go down I, we could go down to El Paso this weekend for watch the isotopes. 
Mm-hmm. What else do you do, though, down there? Go to Mexico. They got any Yeah, comedy? you go through it. They got comedy clubs down there? They, well, they're, they're having a new one open next month. Uh, shout out to my homie Tommy Black. He's going to open up one called Crack Me Up Comedy Club. But that's only the second one in the city that will be. That's like There's like two and a half million people down there. Yes. Oh, that and reminds that's me. Crazy. Crack. A lot of crack. <laughs> a lot of crack, crack. in El Paso. Yeah, I, crack. I believe it. Yep. Yeah. Is that why it's called Crack Me Up? No, but I, <laughs> I'm going to use it when I go down there. <laughs> well, Tommy Black's uh, comedy club named after the number one export of El Paso. <laughs> Which is people with sane minds. Ah. <laughs> Ugh. And whenever you do mess with El Paso, which, by the way, is like never, ever. Like the people that come up. Like anyone I know here in Albuquerque from El Paso is the most difficult, like, transplant in the city. Because I feel like well, like, I, I'm a transplant. You're a transplant. Yeah, you're right, a transplant. Right. All three of us are transplants. Right. Like we get it. Like, you come here, it's a melting pot. Mm-hmm. People come up, they're like, Psh, how quick can we make this El Paso? Yeah. You, you cannot. <laughs> Please don't. Why? We've, Why? We would go to El Paso. Just go yeah. back. You could just go there. El Paso, New Mexico or Texas? Don't Either. Know. Don't know the answer to that one. El- That's the best part about El Paso. El when Paso. you go, you know you're going to leave. <laughs> you know you're going to leave. You're like, as soon as you get there, you're like, ah, this won't last. <laughs> this is... Not gonna be the one for me. Somebody's gonna text us. Yeah, duh. <laughs> I don't have the texture pulled up. Friend of the, I have it up right here. Friend of the show, Chris, who you know listens often, contributes often. He's from Texas. Mm-hmm. We're gonna soon find out it's from El Paso. Like we're gonna have to yeah, apologize yeah, a lot. Yep. yep. And really, nah. it's just it's primarily me. I feel like Van isn't as you know, as heated on El Paso as I am. It's a lovely city. What? God, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's, <not. laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> What is during the day is fantastic. What is? I what is, war is. Oh, thank you. Yeah, not a big war, war is. Is it's very cool during the day. At night, though, watch your back. Yeah. From the texter. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> people do like people love where they're from. Like yes, I was, I was, yes. I went to that Nelly concert last not night. Not all of us. That's <laughs> wow. <laughs> that bad. I'm from, I am from Albuquerque, and I love Albuquerque. I've been here 14 years. This is home. I refer to it as home. I refer to myself as a local. It's been long enough, all right? Robert, I'm not a transplant anymore. You, I am a Burcano. You don't ever get to lose the hey, title yeah. transplant. Hey, was I 15 minutes late today? Told you. <laughs> <laughs> We're two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. But... It's at the YMCA of Central Mexico today. We're hanging yeah. out at the Horn, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9 starter days right here, spend our evenings, and specifically Friday night at Hollow Spirits. And this past yesterday at Nelly, a little bit of Telerodco was in my cup. You know it. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Back live from the YMCA of Central New Mexico. All right, hear me out, boys. Okay. We start yoga with Van, and obviously it's a sports influencer-based yoga class. Okay. And Van, you teach yoga through your exceptional talent and skill as a sports influencer. Okay. I don't get the angle, but I'm already in. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to catch it, too. I was like, uh, But at my, yo- our, my yoga class, we just drink beer and eat chicken wings. 
Oh, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> like, share, and comment. Remember <laughs> <laughs> to hit the bell. Let's get notifications, y'all. A lot of sports in the world today. You see this Deshaun Watson stuff, boys? They keep Boy, coming. The hits keep coming, huh? My oh. goodness. What are we up to? Number 24. 24. Oh, Kobe. The Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> we both went one way. Don't put Kobe's name on that. <laughs> he said the good old Kobe. <laughs> That's what he did after he <laughs> Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> so how does this and how does this have any type of effect on the season? This new, like it doesn't have any effect on his contract because it's already there. Like, Money, baby. Yeah. Do they do they up it and say, okay, wait, 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 let's make this a cool three hundred million? Yeah. Because they can, he's like, damn, you got more. We got to cover all of this. Two hundred and thirty <laughs> on the guarantee. Man, that's insane. One million, that's, one million base to start. Because obviously expecting that he's going to catch. And by the way, should get the Trevor Bauer treatment. Should get. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Years should. Yeah. Because the NFL is super soft. Ben Roethlisberger got six, then he got four. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not talking for ten. I'm talking for four total. Yeah. Again, like. We need more data to come out. There's 24 of them. Hey, that's it. Do they all have the same story? Insanely or is this... similar. Yep. <sighs> that's the bad part. You're, you're making my old point that, like, if it was two or three people, like, maybe not. But this is obvious predatory, per- perverted predatory behavior. Mm-hmm. But what we saw on real sports is, like, the overwhelming majority, and in my eyes, what I saw, everyone except for one person – and there's no way this is going to sound right when it comes Seems out of my to mouth. Be solicited. Was asking for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was con- – most of the time it was consensual. And now that, like, these stories come out, like the the criminal case got thrown out. Both, yeah. cri- both criminal cases got thrown out. Both civil cases are on their last legs. Yeah. And it seems like the 23rd and 24th person Kobe. that recently came out <laughs> is just like, ah, let's join the party. Yeah, they're like, ah, hey, let's get, let's get in on this I don't want to be left out. And like you said, this is kind of sensitive because, you know, as being men and sports. And sure. When you say that, it sounds influencers. Thank I got to put that in my head from here on out. It just sounds bad when you talk about it. But you're just telling what we know so far. That's what that's basically what it is. What we know so far is if uh, he had smoked a little bit of weed, he'd be out of the league for 10 to 16 games yeah. already. And yes. Josh Gordon is sitting at home thinking, what? Right. Yeah. Boy, did I pick the wrong vice. <laughs> like, <sighs> he was actually, I saw, I don't know if you guys saw this. There was a video. I think he put it on TikTok or something. He was, he had, I don't know if you're familiar who this is. Sports influencer? Mia Khalifa. Oh, I know her work. Oh, sure. And he had her in like, she was in a maid outfit and they were playing Indoor basketball. You know how you put the little rim up the, the Nike door? hoop or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they were playing, and I was like, "Bruh, this is not good optics for you." Like, this is even though she may be your friend and all that, people are still gonna look at him like this guy's a pervert. That's industry adjacent. That's mm-hmm. yeah. what they would call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How hard is the NFL trying to plant? And I don't even know parlor ring. I don't know what to call it. Like a, a something, a drug something, a gambling something, mm-hmm. a something else to where he can catch some sort of NFL charge, but it's not going to be for this. 
Like, does the, inter- oh, is the NFL? Oh, I feel you. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. old OJ. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. Uh, they're not going to get you for murder. They're going to yeah. get you for taxes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, what is, what is that move? Or does the NFL not do it? They have to do it. This story's too big. It's way too big. You can't have the optics be that bad for a whole league to turn a blind eye to abuse is a strong word, at the very least exploitation yeah. of women. Yeah. And then it's been going on for this long, too. The, so. the most re- <laughs> Just another story. Man. And another story. Mm-hmm. The most recent accusation is full-on abuse. Um, the alleged... The alleges Watson started to – I don't even know what's okay for the FCC here. I think this all is because it's from a lawyer. The alleges Watson started to masturbate during the massage. The lawsuit alleges the plaintiff, quote, stopped the massage, but Watson, quote, stood up and continued aggressively before completing. The Whoa. lawsuit says some of Watson's um, essence got on to the plaintiff – there's more to this. Hey, you did a great job with that. That was on the fly. <laughs> that was well edited. Yes. <sighs> wow. I don't know, boys. It's obviously because my mind doesn't work this way. This isn't something that I know how to process. It's mm-hmm. not something I – I would never walk into a situation and be like, you know what I think I'll do here? Yeah. Deshaun Watson this whole thing. Yeah. I won't. Yeah, he's taking all the shine from Louis C.K., isn't he? It's, what did Louis C.K. do? No, <laughs> nothing in comparison? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hung out by a houseplant in a hotel room? Like, this is insanely different. Well, no one no one asked a houseplant how they felt this about yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I mean, Antonio Brown Houdini'd a massage therapist, and he got away with it. Like, what's the over-under <sighs> on how many people they have to affect in that manner? Because it's, it's not 22. Is it? Finally, no. twenty four is is this enough to well, where you're like, you kind of get into like a weird one, right? Because you start thinking about like Robert Kraft and yes, that's are, what I was going to go to. Are the three of us mad at Robert Kraft? I don't think we are. No, you know what you chalked it up to? Ah, it's rich guy. That's rich people stuff. Well, I mean, that's that, what I chalked it up to. Those that's, those encounters were consensual. That's that's and my vibe. Pay and paid yeah. for, right? Deshaun Watson, a massage therapist, and forced his genitalia on them mm-hmm. and then in the case that you just described was oh seriously yeah. masturbating yeah. in front yeah, of them that's there's no consent there yeah <sighs> but that that goes into you know people hear this and they'll say they'll look at what he looks like what he stands for what he does and they'll say well why would he even have to do that you don't know the warped minds of people just because of who they are they try to take their character or what they do and define them who they are of what their actions should be. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not going to kink shame anybody. You do you. Yeah, but don't. As long as you're not it's forcing it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. When, yep. Let know, your freak flag fly as long <laughs> as I'm concerned, but you know, it's got to be consensual, man. Yeah. I had the same thought about just kind of all aspects of life where I don't I don't give two rats about what anyone does until they're putting themselves or someone else in harm's way. Correct. Yeah, there we and, go. And I identify harm also as uncomfortable. You're not allowed yeah. to make anyone feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And that obviously, all of my core rules are being broken here. So it's hard for me to not judge from my own perspective mm-hmm. and my own core. 
I am starting to go down the path of I didn't think anything was going to happen, and I'm now to the path of I'm absolutely sure something is going to happen, and I'm going to measure it up against other punishments and other – that's the only word I can think to use yeah. – other punishments that have happened to professional athlete in similar vein – world reaction responsibility whatever but what's what's the template here like what do you go off of you wait. this is so unique yeah i think you wait for the civil case to die and then you do a code of conduct style thing yeah they might open a whole new wing here there might it's a whole new hallway they haven't been down they're gonna have to you're very right use this as the jump off board and they got number six all year yeah. so number six who's expected to be at OTA, he's number six mm-hmm. who can go. You let him play for the one year, and then what you don't do – oh, God, this is going to sound terrible. Mm-hmm. So what you do if you're the Browns is the guys that maybe are a little bit at the end of that contract or maybe a little bit up in that age or maybe a little bit don't fit a scheme that is super conducive to Deshaun Watson, you let those guys go. You, put, you start putting in some guys that mm-hmm. make the minimum, and then by yeah. the time the offseason rolls around next season – you got some cash to spend on a guy like I don't know Josh Gordon. Oh, oh my goodness! So what happens? Have you ever have you guys thought about if the NFL goes the route of nothing? Will there be a super uproar? Will there be from us? Yeah, I sure. mean, and luckily we're big sports influencers. But like, <laughs> will an NFL fan? No. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> the NFL's turned a blind eye to behavior adjacent to this right. for years and mm-hmm. years and years it like, just depends on if he produces or not that's what it mm-hmm. that's what it depends on if he's top five quarterback mm-hmm. in nfl deshaun watson yep i mean they're already working on the optics i mean he's yeah. already going to be the face of some abuse nonprofit, and they got charity oh, yeah. they got charity event after charity event already in his calendar for next year like this He's going to be portrayed as the the savior of the yeah, NFL, the nicest guy in the history of the world. But what happens when, like Robert Gibson, the sports influencer that he is, he goes to a press conference and he's like, uh, hey, what's your favorite part about assault, bro? Because Deshaun <laughs> oh, Watson has to answer that question. Because that's what to. I just described was yep. assault. Yep, mm-hmm. he has to. He has to. And some people are just wired like that. Some people are wired in the worst way, the grossest way, the weirdest way. Get out of here. Miss me with all that. Mm-hmm. Robert Kraft, don't miss me. That's weird to me. It's weird. But I ain't but, mad at you. It's weird. But, yeah. Joining us on the program in front of the show, Tommy the Truth. Tommy, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, guys. It's been a little minute. I, I got a chance to see the other night the, the Gladiators game. What a finish. Oh, my gosh. That it was game. too good. I was right there by the end zone. I, was, I got a chance to meet J.J. Buck for the first time. I never met him before. Oh, nice and we were guy. yelling and screaming and everything. Yeah. And I had a buddy watching the game with me. He didn't understand the rules. At two minutes, he thought the game was over. And they lost. I go, two minutes is an eternity in arena ball. It ain't even close to arena football. It ain't even close to being over yet. But what's crazy about the last play, the coach, the defense, he challenged false start. If he would have challenged offsides, we already looked at the replay. The guy was offside by about a yard, the run to the receivers. But he challenged the ball start instead of being offside. So they would have called to play back. But I'm glad so you, that he you messed get up a one. Down, so you get a one-yard cushion on the run-up in arena football. So, like, if your foot's oh, on you the do? line. Yeah, you get a little bit of a cushion because the timing is 
You know it's not the NFL. Oh, you, okay. you would, yeah, you would yeah. do okay, it. There'd be cool. 20 penalties again. Yeah. That's cool, because I yeah. thought, don't, don't they call it offsides once in a while if he's too far, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. It can't be like, uh, I don't know, the outside of the plate. You know, it can't be mm-hmm. the channel. It's got to be the, the black part. Well, I want to see what happens in two weeks when they play the Nemesis, the team they can't beat. I'm going to be there when they play Arizona. Okay, I mean, well, they can't beat them. They beat them last year I mean, in the playoffs. They will beat them. I know, I know. That was a bad call. That was terrible. And the thing about the, the Watson, I want to get an opinion from you guys. I feel that he's going to be suspended. But how many games? Is it going to be eight games or 16? And you, you pick between one of the two. I want to get an opinion from you guys. I'll hang up. Hi, Van. Hama. Hello, oh. King of Comedy, <laughs> New Mexico. Mr. Robin, yes. What's going on, man? Our reaction to Tommy the Truth's uh, question on half a season or a full season. He, I, meant, he meant 17, and, w- and we'll give you that whenever we get back from the break. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We are all in agreement that the NFL is going to come down with something on Deshaun Watson. True. Are we, yes. though? Yeah, are we know. in agreement? I don't know if we are. I don't know that we are. I don't know that we are. They have to. They have to, because by the time the summer ends, we'll be at a cool 30. At this rate, we'll be at 30. That is so crazy how they just keep coming. I don't like the idea that nothing happens, because if nothing happens, you're going to be in a situation where there's no precedent like, oh, that we're currently in, mm-hmm. and it's going to continue. <sighs> I want to say it's one year's. I would say it's oh, one full season. The no, punishment no. will be directly proportional to their talent. Yeah, Antonio Brown's the best receiver in the NFL. He kept getting got slapped on his wrist. The 54th guy on the roster, if he does the same thing, he's gone. He's in jail. He's yeah. blacklisted forever. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is so damn talented that they're going to do their best to not punish him. I mean, you've seen it already. I'm giving him four to six. Four to six games. That's it. I'm going zero. Mm. I think I think he gets all, wow, the way, like, all over the place. I think he gets all the way off. Oh, that was poorly timed. E. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't. <laughs> all I could hear in my ear is essence. <laughs> Continuing the NFL talk. The Denver Broncos are now the great value of the NFL, boys. Rob Walton wins the bidding for the Denver Broncos at or near 4.5 bill. So Phil Knight got a steal out there in Portland. Several sports bankers are reporting to Forbes, and that will come out, well, probably this week. Hmm. So Forbes is reporting all but done Denver Broncos to the Walmart family. Well, to all the employees of the Denver Broncos, I'd like to send my condolences because <laughs> everyone's going to be a self-checkout They're out of there, huh? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there. No one's going to have a job. It's Mile High Stadium is just going to be completely automated. There's not going to be a single human working there. Well, the There's going to be all scanners. The first thing I thought about was what are they going to do with all this cowboy gear that they sell at Walmart? The, well, that's regional. Uh-huh. Well, that's only regional. Oh, yeah. okay. Because yeah. you can't be America's team now. That's what I was thinking. I didn't the, know it was regional. 
the Walmart in my hometown is Kansas City Chiefs. Ah. Yeah, and it was whenever the St. Louis Rams moved, mm-hmm. it was it was like it went from blue and gold or whatever right. to like straight red in that whole Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is so weird. Uh, the American Dream Boys buying an NFL team with the money you inherit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Making sure all your employees are – on welfare, and it subsidizes the cost <laughs> of them functioning, and they're going to get real clever at teaching backup linemen how to shop on food stamps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it seems thing. like what they'll do is give everyone, like, tickets to the games, but they live in, like, four states over. <laughs> like, they can yeah. never make yeah. it to the game, but you have the tickets to go to that see is, Denver Broncos. You're being very correct right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm about to give you guys some crazy numbers. Ready? Okay. If you own an NFL team, you're a billionaire. That's a fact. Yep. Cool. You have to be. Have to be. And, like, who are some of the most famous ones? Like like Stan Kroenke, right? Right. Okay. Worth 10 bill. Cool. Robert Kraft, 8.3 bill. Cool. I could keep naming some more. Arthur Blank, 7.1 bill. This is like a lot of money, boys. Yeah. Jerry Jones, 10 bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walton, 60 bill. This is nothing to him. 60 Walmart money, bill. baby. And that's just nothing. That's to just him. him, not the whole family. You put the whole family together, that's like the whole European continent. Yes, and and it's it's also this, and I don't know how healthy this conversation is going to end up being for the radio, but old guard is done. This is like going from like like old like Latin gods to new Greek gods because mm-hmm. every owner who comes in is going to be shinier, yeah, prettier, wealthier. More to doer, and the guys that are just at and listen to me, just at over a billion dollars, they ain't gonna hang. Like yeah. th- they're gonna get gone, gone. They're gonna they're, be they're gonna be upside down. Yes, like they well, can't. They won't be able to afford their own team. They'll have to. Sell. Yeah, have to. Yeah, but that's the evolution of all this. Yeah, you you think back, you know, when seventies, eighties, nineties, and coming up to now. That's remember Jerry Jones. Remember when he took over for who was it, Textram or whoever, yeah. whatever that yeah. guy? And he was the man. And everybody was like, mm-hmm. this guy has his own planet and all this. Now that's literally what people are. They have that's their true. own planets. So. Uh-huh. It's except for Green Bay because they can't. Yeah. In our lifetime, they will all be sold. Because these billionaires, outside of maybe Jerry Jones, mm-hmm. who's won't live forever. Yeah. These billionaires are not in it to own NFL teams. They're in to, to be more billionaires. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's part of the game. Yeah. Most of it isn't has nothing to do with the team. It's property acquisition. Ah. I mean, the team is property. The stadium is property. Yeah. The surrounding areas are property. A lot of these guys don't care about their own team. Like, Jerry Jones is obviously the exception to the rule. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not only is he very passionate about his team, he cares about them so much that he puts his own fingerprint on them, and that's why they suck since the 90s. <laughs> but with that being said, most of these the owners, like, they're, not like active, they're not active participants in their team. They're just no. dudes, just billionaires who yeah. sit yeah. up in the box. And a handful of, like, NFL influencers that are like, hey, you need to make these decisions and do this thing. They're like, I'm literally just writing a check. Yeah. Like, yeah like, and is... then I'm, of all the money that comes in, I get to keep that. That's the yeah. That's the game I'm playing. You're playing football. I'm playing hedge fund. What's the What's the immediate change that happens for Denver because of this? What do you What do you see as being the big change that's obvious? Salary cap don't matter. Yeah, 
Yeah. That don't matter. Well, you get a new sponsor but on the stadium. Two hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah, Walmart. Two hundred twenty million a year. Yeah. Like, they get a new stadium. That's they do nothing. the whole state of the art. Oh, they got on the spot up there. It's the, the, already real nice. It yeah. is nice. Yeah. Where, where the field is the actual screen now? They're just gonna play on the screen. <laughs> That'll be dope. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, there's. It's so much that's gonna happen. Like. Yeah. yeah. I'm, because obviously you're trying to think of like the Walmart approach, right? And we're over here like, like oh Walmart. Well, we know, you know, we know, yeah. we know cart corrals, and we know, you know, uh, old clearance baby food or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, what we don't know is what Walmart really does, which is like Walmart negotiates prices. Yeah. So the reason you're able to buy a wiffle ball set, the official wiffle ball set on Amazon for ten dollars, is because wiffle ball refuses to sell it at Walmart mm-hmm. for eight dollars. Yeah. And that's the only reason. And but Wiffle, wi- Wiffle, but Walmart will make you negotiate down. So that's what's going to end up happening with the NFL, where they're going to bring that same approach of hey, all these, and it's going to be actually become, in my opinion, more affordable to consumer because they now have the power because mm. they'll they'll go to a sponsor, advertiser, partner, or whatever, and they'll be like, I'm just going to pick a brand off the top of my head, Pepsi, and they're going to say, Hey, Pepsi, um, we actually need you to come down on the price of soda at stadiums. Well, we're not going to carry that bad boy in Walmart. Mm. And then you're going to end up in that this leverage, this yeah. big oh, leverage situation, I Ooh. think. Cause, cause or he, just go straight to Sam's Cola. There we go. Yeah, That's you got your own. <laughs> you ain't wrong. Yeah, yeah, you got your own. Phase everyone out. Mm-hmm. You huh. got your your own brand of great, Every, great value hot dogs everything. and buns. Like You could just supply the whole thing. You don't need a single name huh. brand. That, yep. If you name... The great stadium. value stadium. Yeah, well, Kirkland. Like, yeah. you could do any of them. Like, yeah. I, I like the great value stadium. <laughs> yes. It's very good. Yeah. But also, like, because, you know, these guys are a braining. You can name it the samsclub.com home delivery stadium. Oh, sure. yeah. And then you're you're in and up with it. Yep. And and that's what this will end up being. This is not a plan to make a bunch of money off football. This is a plan to make more money off the Walmart. Mm-hmm. And the Walmart is the next the Amazon. And by, I mean, next, I mean, very quickly. Yeah. The Walmart's not going to get left behind here. No. You remember Sears? You remember Kmart? You remember Venture? Do you, do you want me to keep going? Mm-hmm. The Walmart don't stop. The good old days. <laughs> well, I just, yeah. I don't know how true that is. No, it just sounded good. <laughs> 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 that, that young nostalgia. Well, there you go. NFL's changing guard a bit. A lot more of the program left. Until 7 o'clock tonight. Laura Montoya just reached out to me. She's going to be here a shade after 6.30, boys. Yeah, that's okay. all right. So just get here. Might move the I-9 varsity around, but she will be part of the program before the end of the program. She went up to Mora today, boy. She was delivering. A, she had some fire relief donations. That's why she was out of town doing some cool stuff. Where we get back more from Two Men On, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days right here at the YMCA of Central Mexico, where you come and hang out with your boys. We don't have any tickets or anything on us, do we? You got ice tickets on you? Nope. Nothing? I'll check my bag. I might. There we go. Might have some ice tubes tickets. <laughs> More on that whenever we get back. We're at Hollow Spirits on Friday, Ice Tubes Park on Wednesday. And I drank a lot of that Teller Vodka yesterday at Nelly. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, so I got the schedule here, boys. So... We knew there had to be a game one of the NBA Finals, and I knew that Boston was going to win it. And then we waited a fortnight for game two, right? and that was good. The NBA was like, on a Saturday? Basketball? No one 
don't watch that. Well, they would have, but they waited till Sunday. Yeah. And now we're going to wait until Wednesday yep. to watch basketball. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I'm with you. What? I can't wait until game seven on the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> Especially coming off the conference titles because there was a game every other night. Yep. Well, well, it was the East and the West, so it was a game actually every night. All the nights. Yeah. Yeah, and now, like, less of the nights. Now like, you, you might, with the schedule the way it is, you kind of forget about it. Like, is, was there a game? We, like, did I miss it? Inside baseball, <laughs> yeah. I cut a promo for the show tomorrow, and I was like, hey, we're going to have NBA, <laughs> you know, NBA preview tonight. And man's like, that's not till Wednesday, dog. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, it should be, it should be tomorrow. It yeah. should be Tuesday. Exactly. You know why it's not? Stupid hockey. Because ESPN's messing with hockey now. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's all this weird, we got to balance it out. We don't want to go up against each other. This, that, up and under. To me, that's even weird. Just the finals being on ESPN. Yeah. Because I was just used to it exclusively being on ABC. Sure. I What night? I don't remember the night that I turned it to ABC. I was like, where's the game? It's on ESPN? That, that was weird to me, too. From the texter, Van is always right about the Cowboys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. You could don't don't stop at the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a that that's not nothing to hang your hat on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> How about more than that? Because that's low hanging fruit. <laughs> Put it on Boston on Sunday last night. Dude. It it doesn't matter what Boston does the rest of this series. They got to score more than 88 points. This isn't this isn't Bird and McHale Celtics. Right. You can't win a basketball game scoring 88 points anymore. I'll tell you what the problem is. Fred's not going to like it. Don't do it. Your boy's the problem. Jason Tatum? He's the problem. He's the answer no, to the problem. he's the problem. He's the problem. I cannot accept what you're saying to me he, right now. He disappears when he should be shining. He got 28 points. He's, okay, so – he was first team All NBA. That That's means correct. you're the top five player in the league. He's the top. You player have in the to league. be on right now all the time. You got to look like the dude out there. Eight of nineteen, six of nine from three, mm-hmm. six of eight from the charity. Doesn't really put any numbers in any other boxes. Yeah, and well, and also the majority of those numbers came before the half. Yeah, so he kind of like disappeared. It was. It was nope. a. Perfectly even matchup, right? For three quarters, two actually. Well, well, three. The first, first, second, and fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. There we go. It was You're a right. battle of two, two equal teams. Yeah. But I don't know what Boston's game plan was coming out of the locker room after halftime when they just kept running those long plays that ended up in a mid-range jumper or turnovers. Yeah. Well, it, they they played if you. Remember game one? It was the exact same thing until they just caught fire yes. in the fourth quarter. Their third quarters are horrible. It's like they're not even there anymore. That's all coaching. Yeah. Yeah, that's adjustments at halftime. Yeah. And you don't know how to anticipate the adjustment that's being made against you to then make your own adjustment. And what you have to do is you have to go and see it for four minutes, six minutes, eight minutes, and then you're like, okay, now I know what to do. Yeah. And to me that's very poor coaching. And he said, hey, don't forget, like, even though this is Brad Stevens' baby, it's a rookie coach out there. Yeah, okay. that's out the window, though. He's been through it already. I know he's a rookie coach, and but it, the, the playoffs that they've been through, they went through some tough teams. 
Yeah, their road yeah. to being here was a lot harder than yeah. Golden State. Yeah. I mean, they, sh- they shot an identical 15 of 37 from three-pointers. Yeah, yep. but it didn't seem like it. They're only one free throw away from each other. The big difference in the game is really poor shot selection turnovers. in the third quarter. Yeah. And then, uh, you yeah. know, eventually the turnovers as well. I just and need, I agree. I mean, it's coaching. I just need Brown and Tatum to play well at the same time. Sure. The, you get one that's playing well, the other one's not. If those two get it together – I really don't think Boston can be beat. Hey, but the thing about the thing is, as you say that, it's the exact same equation on the other side. So, like, where was Clay Thompson last night? But I think yeah. with Golden State, they can afford for them. Okay, put it this way. If Jason Tatum and Brown play well and uh, Steph and Clay play well, Golden State's going to win. I agree. Golden State doesn't need both of them to, to play well just because of the way their team is. Because you got, you got pool, you got – you know, other guys that can – Wiggins that can just come out and get you 20 out of nowhere. I think for Boston, those two guys, unless you have a night like game one where everyone turns in the bird and <laughs> have yeah. a chick, sure, that's not going to happen for Boston. And they have to consistently play defense. When yeah, you see, yeah, yeah. When you see Steph and Clay out there contesting shots – and changing the passing yeah. lanes and disrupting their game plan. I mean, that's, that's something you haven't seen them do all season. It's like Steph and Clay decided in this very last game to start playing defense for the first time well, all year. You know, you know what you haven't seen in a lot of years, though, is Steph Curry sitting in the fourth quarter like he used to do in oh, 2015, yeah. 2016, 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you saw that last night. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not trying to be that guy right now because <laughs> I told you Boston would take one. Boston won't take another one, though. Like, this is, mm-hmm. they're done now. And, and I feel the same way. But a little bit, though, you do have that one conversation where you're like, hey, you stole one on the road. That means you got the home now. Because yeah. you, got, you got, what is it, three of the next – or no, five, they do. five of the next six at home or, yeah. or whatever it works out to be. Four or five, that's very bad math. Yeah. You got the next – and you got all these think, things going in your favor. And you're like, okay, like, you should you're have good. a shot. You should have a thing. But they ain't. And I ain't, don't think so It ain't going to happen that way. Well, Boston did their job. You win the majority of games at home. You split on the road. I agree. They split on the road. They put themselves in a position. Now they got to prove it that yeah. it wasn't a fluke. I don't know that that game too took away all. To me, it just didn't seem like they took advantage of that game one. Like after game one, I was like, "Go to state, might get yeah. swept." Yeah. After game two, oh man, they messed up. And they let did, them back in, and it just rakes away all that momentum. Yep, and it's and it's lost to you. Yep. And like so, the Celtics are going to lose, and then what's going to happen is Steph Curry's going to end up losing the Finals MVP because he's sitting out a quarter every game. Doesn't sure. get those numbers. Doesn't get those numbers. And then going to guy, guy like Poole. And yeah. You're like, you're like what is? Like, yeah. Real talk. You know who might win the MVP? Like my MVP so far, and he produces nothing on offense. Draymond. Oh, he stirs the pot though. That's so Dude. crazy. It's yeah. so crazy. Oh my God. He's like he's an enforcer that can play yeah he doesn't need to he, provide anything on offense and he does every single he, thing right van you don't know this off the top of your head but he led the team in minutes on sunday only grabs nine bo- or nine points yeah but every play his name is in it. it every night na- yeah. uh, yes it's going through him somehow or he's he's and, doing it on the defensive end and his mental game yeah. like screwing with brown yeah ripping his pants off <laughs> like come on <laughs> Like, how, how are you going to get back out there and be, like, 
just have that killer mentality when some dude is talking about your mom and ripping just your pants battling yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you're like, okay, we'll get through the third. We'll figure it out in the fourth. It's going to be tough, but we're in the finals. We got here for a reason. And then pool shoots from the logo. Yeah, the game's uh-huh. over by <laughs> yes. the fourth quarter. Yes. Yeah. Just, I don't know, just uh, a tough one on Sunday, and I'm excited for the game tonight. Whoa, I'm excited for the game tomorrow. Uh-uh. I'm excited for the game. <laughs> On Wednesday, I put this on my calendar, man. And you know what that is? That gives me a chance to catch up on Hell in a Cell last night, which I didn't watch. Oh, hey. congratulations! I had to go to Nelly, so I'm gonna do that. You're gonna love it. I'm gonna love it. You're I just found it. out, and then mm-hmm. I'll put a little Monday Night Raw on tomorrow because yeah. I still got no NBA. Okay, okay. What a cr- stupid week. Just play the games. Yeah, NHL is this way too. I don't think the finals start in the NHL until like the 15th. Like, what is today? The fifth. I, yeah. would, I wouldn't know. Ten days away. <laughs> he said I wouldn't know. <laughs> Who knows that kind of thing? When we get back, more NBA talk, including Greg Popovich. He's in the news. We'll give you the reaction to that. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to the Sports Influencers <laughs> on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Talk a little more NBA as we move along here. So you just see some warrior domination moving up here, don't you? Yeah, it's over. I, I think it's done. I think Boston stole one. That's the best they're going to play. And it's over. It, it's bad to say. I know people are like, oh, it's only game two. But with a team like Golden State, you cannot play with your food, man. You can't, <laughs> you can't yeah. play with these dudes. That's a good point. You can't play with them. I think the Celtics, I think it's a, a, a more even, equal matchup than people give it credit for. I think it'll go seven. Number one, that's what the NBA wants. Yeah. Number yeah, two, yeah, yeah. that's what the refs are going to be told to do. Because <laughs> anybody who says the NBA isn't fixed, you are a fool. You don't know anything if you don't think that's the ma- true. The majority of the time, the better team wins. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. if you don't think the NBA is pulling strings to make things happen – you have lost your mind. Well, and plus, I don't think it's time for, even though Golden State's a veteran team, it's not time for them to pass that torch just yet. And I think Boston has to go through the growing pains of being a young team to get over that hump. Like, when have the, when's the last time you saw a team get to the finals for the first time with a young core and they win it? It's, it's been a rare. while. It's, yeah, it's, it's insane, been a while. It's insanely yeah. rare. Yeah. And not just, not just youth, but experience. Yeah. Golden State, their team has 123 combined finals games. Celtics have zero. None. None. Zero. Yeah, that that counts for something. Um, I think with Steph Curry, this is his – Hey, and shout out to the little man over there with the Golden State Warriors shirt on. He's got the old (laughs) retro shirt. That's awesome. Um, I think this is, the the, like I was saying on the break, the coordination of Steph Curry – He's won everything but NBA Finals MVP. He's playing like the MVP, and I think this is the rollout to get him that award, kind of like the, the inaugural Magic Johnson West, Western Conference Finals MVP. Sure. No, I definitely see that. And, you know, he's going to be one of the NBA's greats no matter what. I mean, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he and the Golden State Warriors single-handedly changed the game of basketball in the future. Yes, of yes. course, Of course, the game will grow and evolve, but Steph Curry kick-started the evolution of the modern NBA. Yes. And, you know, you could say 
you know, they formed a super team with Kevin Durant, and those titles don't count because they were Stop. sandbagging with Kevin Durant. <laughs> like he's got he's got one before already before without Kevin Durant. Yeah. And then if you even look at those finals, it wasn't like he was just there. He was twenty five, six and six. Sure. Like that's hard to do. So yeah, and, and it's nothing against Boston. I just feel like and that's what I was telling uh before the last break about Jason Tatum. You know, it's different. You can tell his game is different now because of the finals pressure, the finals experience. You're going up a team who's been here six times already. It's different. That's just how the NBA works. I think one of, the things, one of the things that I notice about great teams, you look at the Bulls, the Celtics of the past, and the Lakers of the past, they had an intimidator, a guy who would be scrappy and get in your head. And I think this we saw yesterday what uh, – um, Draymond Green can do for yeah. a team. I mean, Rodman did it with the Bulls, yep. and you got to have that enforcer out there to get in the other team's head and play real tough. So I think that that gives a lot of, you know, that's where I like the Warriors in this series. Yeah, and see with Boston, their intimidator is a small guard. Like that's not yeah. the same. Uh-huh. Marcus Smart right. can't be your tough guy. I think got Williams too. He he yeah. can, he mix he mixes it up with Draymond pretty well. Yeah. Like he'll, and he doesn't scare. I mean, everyone knows what's coming. Like, everyone's got scouting reports on Draymond. They know what they're going to hear. They, right. know, they know how he's going to act. They know he's going to take cheap shots. He doesn't care if he gets five fouls in a technical every game. <laughs> no, he's going to push the, the limit. Yeah, yeah, he's going to push the limit. It's going to happen every game, yeah. especially in the finals. But guess what? Those five fouls and that tech is going to negate a good ten points. Sure. People don't even see that part you don't, of it. You don't need yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, no, I'm talking about for Boston. Yes. That's, that negates yes. at least 10 points yes. for them that okay. people don't see. Yeah, I yep. see what you're saying. Yep. Yeah, and I agree completely. Yep. It doesn't, what he does in a basketball game doesn't translate. Right. Yeah. He, 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 he got in their head last the stat night. Line. He definitely got in their head last night. And all great enforcers, you know, again, I use Rodman during yeah. the MJ years. They get in your head, and they can really turn things around. See, the crazy thing about Draymond, Rodman would at least have like 15 to 20 rebounds. Yeah. Draymond has nothing. His, his stat sheet is so bare. Yeah. But he controls the game. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, but he talks. Less, less than 10 points, yeah. yep. less than 10 rebounds. All single-digit stuff. Yeah. Yep. Anything you get from him in the double digits is extra. A handful of assists. Leave him wide steals, open to shoot. Blocks. <laughs> yeah. He won't shoot. It's it's. It's crazy. Yeah, what he does does not translate on the stat line. Not so far, he's my MVP. No, you can't give it to him, man. You got to give Steph his due. Hey, look, we're here at the YMCA. Yeah. If you if you hoop it up with your friends on the the blacktop at the park or here at the YMCA, there's your team wins every time if you got a Draymond. No, because we're going to fight. Got, if you're we're here fighting, in Albuquerque, and, yeah, <laughs> that's a fight. and that dude, is, yeah. and that dude, the same dude, Dramundo, here in Albuquerque, <laughs> he, he, can, he can take a punch, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's the one that's going to be making you mad <laughs> and getting you all up in your feelings. Oh, man. And then you take a swing at him, and then you bruise your hand on his face, and you don't hit a three-pointer for the rest of the game. <laughs> That's what Draymond does. I'm going to be looking out for Dramundo now. Yeah. Every every, basket, every every street team here in Albuquerque needs a Dramundo. 
When we get back, one more hour of the program. We're talking sports. We're talking NFL. We're talking NBA. And we're talking the first third of MLB. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Robert Gibson's here, too. Yep, I've been here. Biggest sports influencer in town, if you ask your boy. I like that. I need that tattooed on me. We're getting so matching tattoos. Visible. I'm in. Every visible. Ta- every tattoo I have is a matching tattoo. Mine we isn't. <laughs> we spent the entire commercial break talking about how Baby Shark is coming to the Rio Rancho Event Center. Oh, dude, I'm so there. <laughs> I'm in the front row with no kids. Yeah, that's problematic, man. <laughs> You're the dude I'm looking at. Like, what in the world? <laughs> you do the, uh, you know, the old Steve Martin uh, stand-up routine where he does the uh, walk like an Egyptian thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Van puts his hands together like praying hands, but then puts them over the top of his head like a shark fin. Oh fend. no! And he's just, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's going to town like I dream of genie. Yeah, the, the style movements yeah, like the snake. Yeah. I really like Baby Shark because I could remember all the words. <laughs> I'm not good with lyrics. When Van goes to karaoke, he's like, uh, yeah. uh, but my name's Van, and I'm go- it's going to be, do you have Baby Shark? I And he's reading it off the screen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't have Baby Shark, then I do tequila. It's, yeah, very good. Oh, also, yeah. Very good. Still reading it off the screen. Yeah. <laughs> My timing's off. All right, so, uh, this is, all right, so Baby Shark is this Thursday, 6 to 10 p.m. at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Uh, you taking your little girl right Oh, now? most definitely. Yeah, she's going to oh, love it. Oh, because if she caught wind that it was here. Duh, but and any I didn't of her girlfriends. Her. That's right. Oh. I went to one when I was a kid. I went to uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, when I was, this would have been 90. Yeah. And it, they were, like, uh, on stage or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. They're going to, you know, beat up the shredder, and they're going to beat up the yeah. foot or whatever. But it was just them, like, playing Having musical f- instruments. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it was like a rock band yeah. thing. Were they friends? And you were mad? Because this is not how it really yes, should be. Yes, that is yeah. how it was. Did they do the go, Ninja, go, Ninja? Yes, 100%. Oh. Ninja, go, Ninja, yeah. go. So I did take my daughter to Disney on Ice when it was out there. Yeah, very good. And she had a ball, but I had a more – more better fun time than she did yeah, because I forgot she was even with me. Well, you got to you got to <laughs> like, you got to watch the fun happening. Yeah, she was having fun in real time, but you got to watch the yeah, fun. Yeah. You know when you get so excited, like say I don't know what you're watching Top Gun, right? And you're like sitting at the movie theater and you're holding the handles of the chair and you're just squeezing real tight. Mm-hmm. But that's what you're doing with Tasia, and she's like, "Let it go, <laughs> <laughs> let it go." <laughs> I well, I, okay, so that was my first like event child event like that didn't know how expensive it was mm-hmm. got out there light and up, those light up like yes. princess crowns and stuff the crown yeah the wand Duh. the bubble shooter yeah costing i'm not even talking about the food no. I'm just, right. that's all the accessories oh i came out of about 200 yeah it's <laughs> 200 so i that exact show you went to i went to as well mm-hmm. and i took this is at that time i was running the health club in town the sports and wellness club and I took all of the gals in childcare. Yeah. And I took them and their kids to 
to the the Disney on Ice. And like, if one of those kids ended up with like the light up tiara, oh yeah, they all got you a gift. Yeah, have you it. can't do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. then there was like a, there was like part of the performance because we're in like one of those suites, you know? Yeah. Where all the parents that work for me, by the way, they're like, "Fred, can you watch our kid for like ten seconds?" And then they all go in the hallway and they're like, "We're done spending money, right?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kids are expensive. Yeah, buddy. I don't have any. You you can't get a light up tiara. We have light up tiaras at home. <laughs> like, no, we don't. It's construction paper <laughs> cut yeah. into a star. Because yeah. it's like what you said. It's the parent who buys their kid everything that your kid sees. Yeah. And then you look like a bad parent. Correct. That that was me. <laughs> that was me. I'm like, you don't need that. Yes, I do. Yeah. I like, oh. You're gonna get sick of it. 48 hours. See, I get the Disney then, stuff you can get off of Central where the <laughs> eyes don't, they're not symmetrical. <laughs> he's not wearing the real colors. Like, those are the type of stuff because Disney stuff is very expensive. The, I got caught up in that. The My lady's got some nieces and nephews, and they're what, they're all like 10 through 15. or You know, they're just kids. So the Crocs. Crocs are the jam now. So I went and bought a bunch of those, like, um, Little bags of like insert into Crocs jewels. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sure, mm-hmm. I've seen it. And I, yeah. and I was like, I was like, cool. I'll get like the brands one. I'll get like whatever, like Bratz. Yeah, I'll yeah, get yeah. Like whatever. Anyways, turns out they all off brand, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not smart enough to know that this is like knockoff. Yeah, yeah. Like Toy Story. I was like, I was like, what do you mean Magic Eight Ball is not a Toy Story yeah. one? And they're like, they're like, are you an idiot? Like Uncle Fred, are you dumb? And I'm like. Like yes, at this stuff, I yes. am, I'm only a sports influencer. Like I don't know anything <laughs> about this. You didn't Google like the correct Croc insert. No, I just went for price. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, see, and then these kids are savvy, so they know. You can't. I can't slide any fake stuff to my daughter anymore. She That's knows. crazy. She knows. She's only four, and she knows. I was lucky to like not have a kid that was like super into what every other kid was doing Mm. like she enjoyed like making her own arts and crafts stuff and going to the thrift store and shopping for oh i got so lucky you have no idea you were like going to michael's and places like that yes oh you lucky just buying stuff for us to make stuff and me my dumb self i'm at (laughs) build-a-bear yes (laughs) (laughs) man there you go, Rhea, Thursday night, Baby Shark. Go check out Rob. And be out there. Mom, mom <laughs> and, talking to mom and dad out here, like if you haven't taken your kid to an event at the Rio Rancho Event Center, you absolutely have to. Yes. That's where Nelly was. It's Very an experience. Good. It's a whole experience. Yep, baby, baby Shark right there. That's, man, this is – okay, so my daughter's – Besides the fourth one, her third and second year birthday were baby shot. So she's going to go crazy. You know what's really surprising? How much alcohol they sell at these kids' events. <laughs> what? <laughs> For re- oh, they do. Because the parents are like, yeah, I, I, I can't, need, I can't yeah. do this. I need something to, to uh, level this off. Yeah. Tickets are available. Um, I just looked them up. So, all right, this is actually pretty good. So you can get in a bit. All right, 30 bucks. And it's a whole stage performance. Yeah. So there you go. So it should be pretty cool. I'm about it. I'm about the energy. Of I got. I got to see what this performance is about because. I've hey, seen no, no, don't, don't, no preview. I was just about to. No, because, no preview. Because I am. I have this ingrained in my head what the cartoons look like off of YouTube. So I'm like, how much can be done here? Ooh, I'm gonna shoot you real straight. I don't think I've ever seen Baby Shark. Oh, I've, I've heard seen the it. song. I've seen it. I've I, seen them all. 
I've seen them all. Pink Fong and all, I know all the songs. What is that? That's the little production company that that shows it on YouTube. Pink Fong. That's how they say it. Pink Fong. Mm-hmm. All right, today's... It's not what I thought you said. Right. Yeah. Here we go, boys. Today's I-9 Varsity. <laughs> F-O-N-G. Okay. <laughs> today's I-9 Varsity is the Varsity of Earworm Songs. Okay? Mm. Ooh. Solid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Varsity, today's I-9 Varsity. Check that out at the end of the program. Varsity of Earworm Songs. I think Baby Shark would be on it. Has o- to be. Once you hear it, you don't unhear it. Not every song is that. No. No. I'm, I'm, I already got some in my head. <laughs> I already got some in my head already. Can never get rid of it. Can never get away from it. The thing about these songs is you never know what happened to the people who created them. You're like, where are they? They're somewhere rich. <laughs> They're somewhere just rich off of this one song. Because, like, the amount of skill it takes to create a baby shark, is that a lot or a little? You got to be kind of insane, Ooh, I think. Yeah, you got to be off in the head to make that. Song. Is it? Do you think it's luck or skill to have that perfectly catchy of a children's song take off like that? Kind of both. Yeah, it's got to be a little bit of both. Because little kid stuff is like obviously targeted to kids. Yeah. that's obviously. But like you have to, you have to create it in a way to where like adults are like, yeah, no, this is acceptable. This yeah, is like yeah, a. Yeah, yeah. You can get to this little kid stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's why, like, play six. No offense to the NFL order. Play 60 sucks. Like, little kids don't want to play, like, that. That's, like, no one's – you know what it costs to do play 60? Like, it's bad branding. It's mm-hmm. never going to catch on. It's just a, it's a money launderer, whatever on that. But, like, <laughs> the thing with, like, like a ba- or a Teletubby or a yeah, whatever, yeah, those yeah. things where it's like, oh, you can just imitate this. You don't even mm-hmm. – this costs zero dollars. This thing – Run with it. Go. Little Penny. And maybe that just was for teenage me. Yeah, I think that was more teenage. Yeah. Look at this. Baby Shark, the video, back in January, hit 10 billion views. Billion. And my daughter is about 3 million of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nuts. Yes. And there's like a thousand remixes, too. Yeah. And if you look up, like I'm, I'm pulling up my Spotify right now, which is probably a bad thing to promote because we're talk radio shows. But there's playlists. Well, I mean, next time you pull up Spotify, make sure you follow. Yeah, two men on. <laughs> Get one naturally. At Talk ABQ on social media, two men on on Spotify. The the Baby Shark playlists are infinite on here. Yes. Yep. Like you, it's not just Baby Shark, but it's like Baby Shark and Baby Shark adjacent. Mm-hmm. That's content. like a, that's a quarter of the internet. Is Baby Shark. That's just so crazy to me. After Baby Shark stuff and cat videos and <laughs> all those hub sites, yeah. like that's 90% of the internet yeah. right there. Does it hit like when we were – because what was the – like when we were – it was like Old McDonald had a farm. Yeah, yeah, like both. It, does yeah. it hit Happy the same way? You know it. Yeah. yeah. Patty the, Cake. Oh, that's – yeah, that's yeah. a super good one. That's a creepy one. <laughs> they all are. <laughs> ours they're are pretty ours, If you think back to ours, they're pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Baba Black Sheep. <laughs> And like that one, that one, that one's about ostracizing. Yeah, that one, yeah. yeah, that was the one that's yeah. about segregation. Yep, Correct. that's what it was. <laughs> that one goes hard. <laughs> Quit trying to water down racism. Yeah, children's songs making Fing- it fun. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels on the bus go round and round. Well, yes. I mean, not only in certain parts of the country yeah. are you mm-hmm. able to get on those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not give the, a life? Not look? the wheels in the back of the bus. No, not for certain individuals. 
I was looking here. Baby Shark, just off of YouTube, their money calculator has them at $17 million. A day? <laughs> has to be. That's not enough money. If it's just on YouTube, it makes me wonder what have they made everywhere else. Is it in that echelon of, like, Humpty Dumpty? Uh, the question is, did it surpass it? It's past Humpty Dumpty. It is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Three by mice. Ask a kid those songs now. They'll look at you crazy. Mm-hmm. Humpty who? Ring Around the Rosie and, like, Pop Goes the Weasel. All those things are, like, those aren't earworm songs like, like Baby Shark. Ring Around the Rosie? Isn't that, like, about the plague? S- the plague. Yeah. Yes, it's about yeah. the about, plague. It's about look, the plague. See, see, it's about look, people dying look in the we plague. Look what we were singing about. Look what this, we were yeah. singing about. Genocide yeah. and death. And row, row, row your boat <laughs> is about slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> yep, life wasn't a dream for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apples and bananas? Oh, you mean by class warfare? <laughs> is that what we're going on about? Thank God Baby Shark is just about a baby shark. <laughs> See, Maybe we'll find out what it's really about down the line. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, yeah. I have reason to believe that Baby Shark, though, is also about Mommy Shark. And Grandma. And, oh, okay. and Uncle Shark. And hey, we got blended families now. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, it's also about primary caregiver shark shark mm-hmm. shark shark. shark. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle it's the porpoise doot doot doot. Van shark and his roommate doot 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 doot. Baby shark on Thursday, take your kids. <laughs> we don't have any tickets or anything. This isn't even a, this is not like an endorsed anything. This we is just, should. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we got to figure that out. There's a friend of the show listening right now who's like, hey, you know, I would like to take my kid to yeah. that. Well, now you know. Thursday Number night. one, we need to do a dual giveaway with Baby Shark tickets. Number one, yeah. the awesome parent that wants to take their kids. Uh-huh. And then we need a list of people who don't want to go, and then we're going to give you tickets. And yeah. You have to go. <laughs> that's that's oh. the move. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only you song. You're going to make them go. Yeah, you're going to make them go. It's the only song I know that's universally blocked at, like, every touch tunes at every bar in town. Oh, uh, I mm. wonder why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I wonder who used to play that ten times in a row on the way out of the bar. Major League Baseball talk whenever we get back. We're a third of the way through the season. We'll go a little bit into depth. Author Manny Machado has given me uh, just a little tidbit. I'm going to bring up to you boys and get your input. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We are a third away through the Major League Baseball season. Obviously, the Yankees are the best team. The Mets are probably the second best team. Both those teams are in New York. But the story I'm telling you right now is we're a third of the season through Albert Poulos and Yadier Molina's final season, boys. And I'm, uh, I'm emotionally pretty, pretty, pretty messed up about it. You don't get to see this that often, right? <laughs> Two surefire first ballot Hall of Famers on the same team, mm-hmm. having their farewell tour together at the same time. Right. And on the team that they were originally with, that's another thing. Two legends, boys. Yeah. Find another word. Yeah. Find another word. And Manny Machado has come out and said, I don't know how they're not getting the Derek Jeter treatment on the way out because mm-hmm. these are, and Albert Pujols for sure, but you already <coughs> lean in the conversation. These are kind of the two defining players of the time that all these players that are coming up currently playing – we're seeing. Yep. Like, these are generational dudes. Where's the goodbye and the respect from Major League Baseball? I think you're going to see a lot more of it 
towards the end of the year when it's their last home stand against the Cubs, Pirates, yeah. you know, divisional rivals. I think it'll ramp up by All-Star game. That's yeah. when it'll really take off. They got to be honored at the All-Star game. Yep. You know, and I, I see, like, the big farewell tour will pick up steam at the end of the year. But I agree with Manny Machado. Like, this is a big deal. Albert Pujols is, you might be able to say he's a top five all-time guy, but without blinking, he's a top ten all-time baseball player. If he had started at 20 instead of 25, (laughs) he would be a top five all-time guy. Well, didn't he? Didn't he? (laughs) (laughs) That's what the paperwork says. He's actually 60. Manny's right, though. I think this is where uh, Major League Baseball drops the ball. It's got to be a bigger deal late. Yeah. They can't do this. Just because everyone hates the Cardinals and they're a horrible organization and they don't have any fans that are worth a lick at all whatsoever ever. (laughs) With all that being said, MLB should, like, really honor these two guys. (laughs) It's like you just try to hurt me. I don't need to be hurt. Oh, I forgot you're from St. Louis. Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Last night at the Nelly concert when I ran around the entire arena with my cell phone light on in a dead A sprint <laughs> to celebrate Nelly. You forgot I was St. Louis? That's what you forgot? <laughs> it might have been um, a reminder from your St. Louis shirt and your lovely girlfriend's St. Louis shirt. And you just randomly in the middle of conversations yelling out, St. Louis. <laughs> High-fiving everyone with the Cardinals jersey. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is weird that uh, not getting more love is the St. Louis Cardinals. And specifically, Albert Pullers, Yadier Molina, and, and Adam Wainwright, too. You know, there's mm-hmm. just a little weird. I, and, I don't know if Adam Wainwright is done. He, I know well, he don't know either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. And, you know, Yadier Molina's love of the game, he might be pulling a Brett Favre every year. Yeah. Nah, he just, shouldn't, though. He shouldn't. He shouldn't, but. No, I mean, that's an epic Hall of Fame class if Pujols and Molina go in at the same time. But you know how, like, addicted Yadier Molina is to having that catcher's gear on. Yeah. Like, he will fist fight his coach if his coach tries to give him a day off. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't go away. He's going to need to be part of the game or continue to play. So I could see him pulling a Brett Favre and be like, you know what? One more year. I got one more year in me, coach. Like, put me in there. Does he need another year to get in? Does Adam Wainwright right now with his resume make it to the Wayne, Hall of Fame? No. no. Wainwright needs two or three more yeah. Yeah. good years. Yeah. Pujols and Molina are first ballots. First ballots. They're in there. They're 100 percenters. Pujols should be unanimous. And then Yadier Molina should be overwhelmingly voted in. We don't know, man. Those voters are kind of weird. They're so weird. Yeah. yeah. They'll be a Cubs one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. One, the one Cubs writer. Yeah. The, the guy who got yeah. snubbed back like a yeah. decade ago. Nelson Cruz actually has a vote now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no. I mean, Jeter wasn't unanimous. That's and Ken crazy. Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. was Yeah, unanimous. that's crazy. That's in, that is insane. Yeah. When Ricky Henderson wasn't unanimous, you were like, this does not make sense. Mm-hmm. No. None of it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then Ricky said, I can't believe Ricky Henderson wasn't unanimous, but Ricky Henderson, Ricky Henderson. 
It is uh, unanimous to us that Molina and Poole should be receiving a little bit more love. We thought it would be unanimous for the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm. Ooh. They no. decided that they're going to kind of buck the Careful. system. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. And <laughs> hey. They're not going to wear the optional pride patch that's being offered from the ball club. What do you got on that, Robert? Well, there's five players. Mm-hmm. I immediately looked at the names. Okay. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And the players, they just – and it, the crazy thing is it, the patch is so small. It's like nothing big and extravagant. Like a percent of the population. There you go. I got you. And these guys said, no, we choose not to wear this. And it's not that they don't care about the LGBTQ community and all this other stuff. But it's their life. Their, the, maybe it's their lifestyle and then it doesn't jive with their religion. That's basically where they went. They're going to join the LIV golf tour next? Yeah, that's, that's what there. I was we just going to say move. that. Yep. <laughs> Any, no matter how you say this, I'm reading this here. They're saying it's not judgmental. It's not looking down. That's basically how you make people feel. Yeah, they're, I mean, that's they're trying to quote their faith yeah. as a reason that they don't want to wear a, a pride emblem on their jerseys. You know who accepted everyone for who they are, no matter what? Their the, Lord the guy, Savior, Jesus the, Christ. The guy that yeah. you worship. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. That's the crazy part to me. Crazy to me is specifically talking about Florida, but statistically speaking, of that clubhouse and of the staff that support them with the Tampa Bay Rays, statistically speaking, there is someone in their immediate professional circle. I'm not just talking yes. about friends, family, and community. Sure. That is of f- LGBTQ+. Plus. Yeah. Yes. And they're going to look at them like, oh, it makes sense. Now. Mm-hmm. Roughly what it translates into is one out of every eight people in this country mm-hmm. is in the Q-plus community. Right. On your 40-man roster, like on the spectrum? that means it's five dudes. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm a little <laughs> yes. confused. Of the one in eight, they, they identify in, in some sort of, of the spectrum. Right. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. So that could be as little as uh, Katy Perry, like, or it can be as serious as, like, 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 we're in love, we're married. Like, we're yeah, exactly. Right, okay. right, yes, right, exactly. Right. One out of eight people in this country right now. 12, I didn't realize it was roughly, that Roughly 12.5% identifies some way with the Q-plus community. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Yeah. And if, like you said, if you do the math, your 40-man your, roster yep. or the 26 people on your active roster, there's going to be a couple of these people mm-hmm. that you're not showing support for. Right. And that's not very Christ-like at all. Let me, nope. re- let me remind you of that nope. to ostracize people because that's the of the way they, they live they, their life. That's the part that they lose in translation. That's what, sure. It's like an oxymoron. Yes. That's what it is. Where we get back from the break, head coach of the Duke City Gladiators, Sherman Carter, is going to join us on the program yeah. um, because he wins games. There we go. That's he wins up. all of the games. Live Two men on 95.9 adjacent to the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School. Joining us on the program, friend of the show and head coach of the Duke City Gladiators, Sherm Carter. Welcome to the hey, show, brother. Hey, hey, thank you, fellas. Thank you. Saturday was a big day for your boys, so we went out Saturday morning with UNM football. Okay. UNM football brought out 96 players mm. to Locker 505's warehouse, and then they brought their equipment trailer. They brought the whole mm-hmm. thing. And then they packed up the entirety of the warehouse yeah. into multiple trailer loads to their new warehouse, unpacked it, 
and set locker 505 up for a success, I was like, nothing will be more exciting than this today. This is the best day I could ever possibly have. And then I went to your football game, (laughs) (laughs) and I lost control as you beat up on the stupidest name of all time, Massachusetts Pirates. What a nightcap, huh? 51 to 43, but it wasn't wasn't that big of a blowout. No. No. It was a dogfight. It was a huge one. With one minute left, Robert, uh, home team chasing. And, Coach, you just start calling play after play after play, and then a last-minute deuce. Mm-hmm. Pushing all the right buttons, huh? We had to. Yeah. You know, it, it was crunch time for us. Uh, we, we realized that, you know, this team was beatable, and we were in the game. But we had to stop making mistakes. Too many mistakes down the, down the road. Right, It started right before halftime when we didn't get the points right. on the one-yard line. Two seconds left. These are things we practice. So they're on the one-yard line at the end of the half, man, and the Gladiators don't kick the field goal. They go yeah. for it. Well, they, mm. <laughs> so then as as it's coming down to the very end and you guys are chasing eight with the possession, there's about mm-hmm. a minute left. The conversation in the West end zone, at least, is, oh, if we have those three points here, yeah. if we have those three points. And that's um, – but you basically erased all of that whenever you told your stud quarterback, former New Mexico Highland Cowboy, Ramon yeah. Atkins, to throw it to St. Louis native Delo yep. Davis. Good old Delo. Right in my lap of the end zone. You had the best view. I, I mean, I hope, I hope everyone <laughs> seen that camera <laughs> shot. That was it was all over the place, but he was excited. It was about <laughs> as good as it got. But uh, yeah, so you guys tied up. You hit the and how surprised was the building? Because when you kicked the entire length of the field field goal, this is like a weird rule that everyone understands. That's why you're having the other program. Explain how you even won on this kick. Yeah. So if you've been to a game, the end of halftime, the one minute, and the end of the game, one minute, you're allowed to kick a field goal from the end zone, like a kickoff through the uprights and get two points. You do that, they get the ball on the five thereafter. If you miss, they get the ball on the 20. Oh. So it's a risk you take. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know our kicker, Kevin, he's, he's a great kicker, uh, strong leg, just a great guy, and he practices it every day. We make him kick long distance. And uh, he just – it was, Coach, I got this. All right, all right, Kevin, I trust you. And we put it on his back, and Kevin came through like there always. So um, he made that. And then they were backed up, and our defense did the rest, you know, blocked that field goal from their kicker, um, who was new or back, uh, Josh. Um, and it was just a great opportunity for us to, you know, and, and Coop got the – they tried to score the touchdown, you know, right. toss the ball here, you know. So we ended up picking it up and scoring the touchdown, which icing on the cake for us. Yeah. But it was it was a crazy event. You know, 16 points in two, two seconds, unreal. Too good. Yeah. I think it's kind of overlooked. Obviously, it's a it's a new season, it's a new team, but it's kind of overlooked that you guys just beat the champs. Yeah, yeah. Like they true. they won the whole league last and year. And what's crazy is we wanted to play them last year. We mm. were we should have freaking yes, exactly. 100%. We talk about it on the show a lot. Mm-hmm. You guys legit got cheated. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. It still hurts to this day. You know that we were not in that championship. But you know you got to move on, right? We have to move on and new day and we got that opportunity yesterday and we made the best of it or saturday so i have to ask four game winning streak how is it easier or is it harder for you to keep the team focused after winning four games is it because hey we're high we're doing good or you want to tell them this really means nothing we got to keep focused no i mean the night of the game we knew we were all excited go do your thing you know be smart have each other's backs but we understand that we got a tough road coming up you know we got Texas coming up, who was number one in you know the league right now, and then we got Arizona Rattlers, and then we got San Diego. Awesome. So it's it's crazy, and then we got NAZ, who's made a big turnaround. So Frisco, Arizona, and Northern Arizona all currently at nine and two, and yeah. all three 
about to find the buzzsaw that is the Duke City Gladiators. Exactly. You know, and we're not the biggest DBs, but we know how to play ball, you mm-hmm. know, and so they come to play and they're ready. So we're excited. We're excited, and uh, offensively we're going to do our thing. On the road this weekend at the Frisco Fighters, Frisco, Texas, which uh, I don't know a ton about. You said what's south of Dallas? Is that what it's yeah, south of Dallas? It's Jerry Jones Way, you know, it's just like Dallas, it's an extension of Dallas. So, <laughs> And then this one's interesting to me, man. We should have a talk about this. The Arizona Rattlers game. That's home. Mm-hmm. That's on the 18th. I mean, we need to blow this one out of the water. Yeah, we, we need do. to get all the boys yeah, out there. We, yeah. we got to get the tailgate right. We got to yep. get the game right. We got to set up a whole thing. So we're going to figure, figure that one out. And then, uh, I mean, why not go on the road, right, boys? Northern Arizona? Yeah. I've never been to an away game. Hey, come on, bro. We need you. We just go up to northern Arizona, stay with the folks. Oh, a couple hey. extra bedrooms. Like, yeah, oh, go down, go down from Flagstaff, go to there Prescott. I'm in. I'm yeah. in on this place. Wonder plan. what the weather's like out there it's right a- now. <laughs> 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 oh man, how do you boys sell it? How do you come down from a night like that at yeah. the end of the night after the the big last second go away win and. And they're in there ripping down your field to put up a Nelly concert the last day. Oh, <laughs> like, how do you how do you get your energy back to normal? These guys, man, they went. They actually went to the Nelly concert with that, with Gina. You there know? you go. She yeah. Was there. yeah. So uh, it was just one of those times where we got to bond and enjoy it. You yeah. know, it's just a relief. And so this week, I told the guys, you know, we're gonna get a little yoga in, get our bodies back, there you know, go. get mentally focused. We don't have to beat up on each other. We know what's down the road. We got too much action coming. At the Nelly concert last night, boys, I ran into uh, Greg Dent. It was his oh, birthday? Yeah. Greg's yeah, yeah. birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Happy Greg. Happy birthday, Greg. So, anyways, with the way the lights are going off and the lasers and Nelly, I can't see Greg's red hair. <laughs> And I'm like, and I'm like, what's your name, brother? And he's like, it's me, Greg. And I'm like, oh, there is your red hair. This is the whole thing. I just, it was, hey, you know what we did for his birthday? No. We, we gave him meet and greets to meet Nelly. Oh. oh nice. We got to go backstage, yeah. So. Yeah, those were canceled to the public, so a little bit of a, a, little, a little bit of pull there for Coach Carter and the boys. Oh, that's all Gina, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. So I uh, – so – the way I know the Gladiator players is basically what you guys do in the community. Can you talk about how big that is for you guys to be out and about in the city of Albuquerque Man. with your hands in a lot of things? Exactly. So, actually, tomorrow, tomorrow night, we're going to do the ballots. We collect the ballots for um, all the voting. So, we're going to be doing that tomorrow. But as far as the kids go, I mean, we try to put on any camps we can, yeah. join any camps we can, and uh, just let them know that we're here for them. You yeah. know, growing up, things we didn't have that we want to get right. back to them and let them know that. There's people out here that still care, want to care, and that want you to be, you know, have that bright future. And so that's why we do what we do. Right. Let's expound on that a little bit because it's not like everyone lives in Albuquerque right. and mm-hmm. stay, not even stays here year-round, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And, but still they have that great sense of community and love helping out Rio Rancho. And Albu- How do you get everyone on the same page and get that spirit of giving? Some people come in and, and not understanding, like, what we're doing, you know, mm. but the, it grows on them. The, the kind of leadership we have around, you know, with Dello and, and you know, and his children and, and just the father figures that we have in the building and myself, you know, I'm, I'm young like them. Well, 33. You know, I don't know if you all knew yeah. that. Well, no, I, I, saw, <laughs> I, saw, I saw a coach at the concert, the Nelly concert, yeah, sure. and I introduced you as my dad. Yeah, so I totally get it. I didn't feel right at that, that concert. No, no, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, eclectic. It was an eclectic group. It was at the crazy. Oh, show man. last night. What uh, what's the week look like before Frisco? You said yoga, obviously, but yep. but you get out and and you run through it. Special game plan all week long, and then oh, you yeah. head out on Friday. Yep, Friday six a.m. We get on that bus, hit the road, man. Uh, go get uh acclimated to the weather. Uh, just kind of get the guys there relaxing. 
we'll get a pool workout once we get there and then uh just kind of mentally focus uh get a little film in a little extra and just understand what what the game plan is and understand what our assignment alignment and technique is and and, and what we're down there for we're not down there to party you know all that can happen after the season after we're in Vegas and win that championship. You there know, it is. That yeah. night, that's when we can hey, do what we do. That's the away game we should go to. That's that the one. That's, that's the one. Now you're yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forget 100%. Northern Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Just took a back seat, huh? There we go. <laughs> Two more home games at the event center. Yes. So you got the Rattlers, and that is on the 18th. And then the uh, we wrap this bad boy up on July the 16th at home against the Wranglers. Both of those are Arizona teams, and both of those are hated by me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The uh, the playoff structure. So you guys, you're starting to look at it now. You're starting we, to, yeah. We are. So we're we're trying to get up there. You know, we're working our way back up. Uh, I think we're sitting in the three spot right now, but uh, we want to be up there. We want to try to get number one if we can. You know, it takes a lot, but nothing's impossible. We got five games left, so it can be done. And it's top four from each division. Is correct. that correct? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. So. Right now, if the playoffs were to start today, it would be against Northern Arizona, and that's mm-hmm. an easy W. Yep. And then <laughs> making your way past Arizona the way it should be, yep. on to beat I don't care who from the east because uh, well, I'll beat any of them. They don't yeah, them. We, we got them. So. so it starts this weekend. There we go. Sure. Currently on a four-game win streak. Coach, thank you so very much for taking the time. Thank you so very much for being a part of the program. And obviously, any questions, concerns, or anyone who wants to access the gliders, they can do that through all the social media outlets. Coach Carter, you're the best. Thank you for your support. Thank you, guys. 15 minutes of this program left when we get back. Uh, A little update on Laura Montonia. She's uh, not going to be here tomorrow, boys. Yeah. Yeah, she was doing a little – she was delivering supplies for fire relief to northern Arizona and uh, took a little bit of time. Took a little bit of extra time, and that's okay. Oh, in that situation, yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah. I it's, guess it's acceptable, then. So there we go. These, uh, <laughs> the, the text says, "says I'll be there by six fifty-two. I said, "You mean tomorrow?" Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah okay. we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. Deep back live from the YMCA, the Horn location adjacent to Indian School in San Mateo. Your boys are here for another fifteen. Speaking of 15s, join us at 4.15 tomorrow when Laura Montoya will sit down with us. She's about to be the next treasurer of this dang good state. So get excited about that. Once them votes are tallied, I'm pretty confident. Yeah. We're supposed to go to some watch parties tomorrow. Supposed to go over to Brian Colon's watch party. Okay. And I'm like, I want to be part of that energy. I want to, like, see Brian win. Because Brian, I mean, he's going to do pretty good. But, like, a little bit, I kind of want to go to a watch party for someone I think is going to lose. I want to like, like send me to Rebecca Dow's and, watch party. And I thought I, was, I, I thought I was the only one who ever wanted to do that, right? Because my energy will not be like the room. Mm. I tell you, what, they, ain't, they, ain't gonna be, they, <laughs> they would be, be so mad at me. Yes. In that room. Just walking by, like roast people under your breath. Duh. Just like just just little little darts, <laughs> little jabs. <laughs> there ain't gonna be no losers at Brian Colon's. Oh no, 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 gosh, no, no, not at all. But yeah, just put me. Tell me where they're not. I want to be just <laughs> connect with I Nine Sports. League Office two eighty at i nine sports dot com five zero five three one two forty nine ninety nine. Connect with I Nine Sports. Get your kids starting in some athletics, boys. Today's I Nine Varsity. If you're new to the program, the Varsity is we take a topic from throughout the show. And we identify the uh, the Varsity team of that topic. We're not talking JV. We're not talking the freshman squad. We're not even talking the B team. This is the Varsity team. Today's varsity topic is earworm songs. Mm-hmm. And this came up because Robert said he's going to take his daughter to see Baby Shark. As he should. As yes. he should. Yes. 
I would like to go first. Go ahead. The Village people put out a banger called YMCA, boys. Hey, that's where we are. That's where we currently are at. Scratch that one off. (laughs) (laughs) So, young man, YMCA to me is an absolute earwormer because once you hear it, you don't unhear it. That's correct. There you go. All right. When I go, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. What tequila. immediately pops in your head? Tequila. So that's number one on my list is tequila. You hear that song once, it is in your head forever. Yeah. And also extra bonus points because I love doing it for karaoke and driving people crazy. Yeah. That's okay. That's very good. Okay. You guys started out with some very strong ones. I don't know if I can keep up, but I'll go Baja Men. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, that was a strong one. Oh, man. That's a strong one. Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) Who let the dogs out? Oh, my God. The bad thing about this song is I remember I was in Cancun, and they played this song, and I act like it was something written by Michael Jackson, (laughs) and he was performing it. I lost my mind. It just depends on where you're at when you hear this song, if you hate it or if you're just going to love it and go crazy. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that is a good one. That's a real good one. There is a song from a film called Reservoir Dogs. Oh, I know mm. where this is going. Where instead of earworm, it's the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in the middle with you. Yes. Yeah, I don't know why I came here tonight. I got a feeling it's something right. Can't really get an earworm when you don't have an ear. I have an ear. So... Stuck in the Middle with You, originally recorded by Steeler's Wheel, is on my list of earworm songs. Na, 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 na. That's a good one. Yeah. Na, 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 na. And you know the next part. Yes. Everyone on earth who has both their ears, unlike uh, Marvin Nash from <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have got that. Know, yeah. That's very good. Thank you. Um. I'm going to say, oh, man, this may be not be one for you guys, but it is for me. Mm-hmm. Aha, take on me. Yeah, that one. Mm. That one's okay. not one for me. It is for me. I can that's lose a, that like, one. That's oh. an actual banger, though. I love it. It is. It does stick with you, it though. It sticks big time. Mm-hmm. I will piggyback off you go 80s adjacent mm-hmm. and go Karma Chameleon by Culture. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Because if, if you were to, like, to play those two bangers, it come on, come on, come on, come on, yeah. come on, chameleon. Yeah. So good. Everyone knows this song. Yeah. And it sticks out for a very special reason. There's a thousand Christmas songs. Correct. There's a hundred mm-hmm. Easter songs. That's probably. There's millions of songs about a breakup. Okay. But there's only one song about the boys being back in town. And everyone knows that what? song. No. The boys are back in town, It's not baby. an earworm. Yes, it is. It's just a banger. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Redhead, not Van. Oh. Rick Astley. Oh. Never going to give you yeah, up. Yeah, absolute banger. That's, oh, my God. What that song turned into. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Definitely. Every early 2000 internet troll's dream song. Mm Mm-hmm. And it stuck with us. Yes. You still get Rickrolled to this day. Mm -hmm. 
There's an absolute banger slash earworm by the band Rancid called Ruby Soho. And when Ruby, are you familiar with this I one? I am. The destination is unknown. And when I have a couple drinks, everyone I meet is Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. <laughs> also, anything that's incorporated into pro wrestling, I'm a big fan of. So give me Ruby Soho by Rancid. Okay. Put that on my earworm list. Okay. Skyrockets in flight. <laughs> that will never get out of your head if you hear you hear that song in a mall or somebody with a sick sense of humor mm-hmm. plays it at a bar. Yeah, it's in your head for at least a month. Um, I'm gonna go with the only Beatles song that I know. Hey Jude. <laughs> hey Jude. Yep. That's the 100%. only Beatles song. If anybody says the Beatles, they always say, "Oh, the Beatles are the greatest." Yeah. That's the only song I know. And I'm like, okay, if it's off of that song, yes. Yeah. Rocky yes. Raccoon is also an earworm. Rocky mm. Raccoon is a super earworm, yeah. but it is not Hey Jude. It is not Hey Jude at all. Give me – this one is a personal one from when I used to play Guitar Hero. Ruby by the Kaiser Chiefs. Oh. Ruby, 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 yeah. Ruby. Ah. <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> I did. Very good. Because I used to play it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I was big on Guitar Hero. Yep. Okay. This one really hit me mm-hmm. because I was like, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years old, and it was the biggest song in the world. I'm too sexy. Oh my God! Right, said right Fred. Said yeah, Fred. That's a good name for a band. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't said the one that really got on my nerves when it hit, Gangnam Style. Oh man. Yeah. That, that one, it makes me cringe to think about it right now, but I still know it. Unfortunately. A big influence in my childhood life was Sherry Lewis, and she introduced me to the song that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friends. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was. And I am now 37 years old, and I haven't heard the song (laughs) in 30 years. And the song that never ends from Lamb Chop is on my list of Mm. earworms. Excellent. Thank you. That is excellent. I think those are my top five bangers. Yeah. That's what I got. So you weren't going to put supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? I was not planning on it. Okay. Yeah. That one no. would have been on my list. That's a Mary Poppins banger. Yeah. <laughs> you I, don't, I don't know the band or the name, but I know the song, Walking on Sunshine. Yeah. That's I, I, I know that song for whatever reason, and it's one of my biggest earworms. Loud. Oh, the <laughs> Yeah, oh, that one. Oh, God, that's that, horrible. I'm hoarse. That's why okay. I couldn't sing it. Okay. <laughs> like, Last year, Van and I put on the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. That Time Warp song was in my head for about six <laughs> months. <Yeah. laughs> At least till Christmas. Good program today. Laura Montoya joining us tomorrow. She's going to be the state treasurer if friends of the show make the right decision. I like that. I like that a yeah, lot. Good job. Any final words, boys? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Oh, yeah. It's been great. I love coming to the Y. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.